You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. We are live. The first live in 2024. Trip Advice is back. Excited to be back. Uh, we have a whole panel of amazing guests who are here tonight. We're talking about who pays the bill in 2024. So, before we do any introductions, I want to start off with a question. This one's a little bit more for the ladies, although I'm going to figure out how to make this more guy focused too. But here's the question. We'll start over here. You're on a date. Guy busts out a gift certificate on the first date. So it's a gift certificate or like a, I don't think people really use coupons anymore, but yeah. like a, you know, something like that to pay the bill. How do you react? Uh, I would not react. I would, I'm already on the date with him. So I would be polite and enjoy the rest of the date. Okay, great. Well, what would you think of that? I would think that he should have saved that gift certificate for another occasion. Okay. How come? I would prefer that if he's taking me on a date that he's trying to make an impression. And I feel like using a gift certificate feels like a little bit of a shortcut and if he's taking me on a date, I would prefer for him to take that into consideration that he's trying to impress me and not try to maybe cut corners on the first date. Okay. Why is that cutting corners? Uh, I just feel like it's not showing potentially that he's maybe thinking he wants to impress me as much. Like I would prefer if he's going to spend his own money, not maybe something that he got from like a corporate, I don't know, gift card from a boss or something like I'd want him to show what he can, you know, offer on his own. Okay. Over here. Same question. Me? Well, yes, yes you. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't care. <laughs> that just means he could spend more the next date. Honestly, I would do the same only just because the more you save, the more you can spend another time. Okay. So even if he has, like it pays for the whole bill. I mean. Bill's, bill's 150. That's the a thing, cheap date. Thing covers it. <laughs> oh, what's, uh, what's not a cheap date to you? I what's mean, a normal date? Cost. Uh, ooh, with me. I mean, I could be cheap, but I could drink. So that really adds up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for him to get a few gift certificates, he must be a lovely person to at least get that gift. Or he must be going out a lot to get a lot of credit. So just means more for the next day. Okay. Okay. Over here. So I just want to clarify. Yes. Because you were saying that he was like flashing the gift card. Um, I don't know if he's flashing the gift card. Okay. But he's not necessarily trying to hide it. But you see it. So the reason I'm asking is because... Like when the bill comes, I don't want to like see the cost. I don't want to know if he uses gift card. I don't care, but like he should be responsible for paying for it. And whatever that method of payment is, I just, I'm not looking. So I don't care if it's a gift card. That's fine. As long as I'm not responsible for the bill on a first date. Okay. So you don't care. Covers no. the whole bill as long as he's I don't, but again, the flashing it. is a little weird. Yeah. Like if, if a guy's like showing me the bill and like he printed showing it out. that he's paying with the gift Whoops, card. Drop yeah, my visa. Yeah, like I just don't want to know. Yeah, as yeah. long as you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, as long as, as, long as he's taking the lead, he's responsible, taking care of the bill. I don't care, you know, 
method of payment. It could be cash, gift card. I don't care. But, but again, like, I don't want to see it. Discretion is important to me. I don't want to see the total. I don't want to see a signature. It should all be like to the side. Okay. Dan, I'll say for you, would you ever use a gift card if you had it? Uh, You're about to pay for the date. You take out your wallet. You're about to get your credit card. All of a sudden you see, oh yeah, grandma gave me this Visa <laughs> cash gift card for a hundred dollars. Nice grandma. This date could be on grandma tonight. That woman oh. loved me a lot. So just sharing the love. No, I, uh, I would. The only reason I would do that is like, um, maybe it was a really nice restaurant and maybe I knew the restaurant owner or some, something like that, but. As far as like, would I use a coupon or a gift card on the first date? Generally not, because uh, women are going to notice that, and it's just going to be like a thing that's going to be like, huh? You want to use at that point? You want to be as normal as possible, <laughs> and so they're going to look at that, and that's going to get them like thinking, like, what's up with this dude? And of course, you want them to think about you, but um, yeah, I'm just going to not even. Just the regular card. I'll save that for later. You know, when we're like working towards goals, saving up for a vacation, we'll go to Costco where they got those, <laughs> that like menu of gift cards. We'll do that then. But first date, just be normal. You know, let's say hypothetically, 100% she wouldn't see it. Would you then use it? Hmm. I mean, hundred percent. No I really risk. like that restaurant. <laughs> if a check and you go the again soon. <laughs> Is it near expiring? <laughs> uh, I'd probably still not do it because you just never know. Like, I, I think like I like first dates where you can kind of call an audible. So like, oh, this restaurant sucks. Let's go somewhere else. You know, let's let's go get a drink over here or some ice cream or whatever. So I don't want to have like my date budget all wrapped up in a gift card. And like, we have to go to this spot because this is, you know, this is where my money's tied up. I don't have anything in my debit card right now. So I don't want to be in that position. So I'm just, the first date just normal. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Over here. <laughs> is Over to me. Um, you know, I try to be as stoic as I can when the bill comes. Like I try not to react at all and just <laughs> like because you don't know like if you're on a good you're on a fun date and you're like you're having a good time you order a couple bottles of wine and you're just like oh i know this is gonna hurt like when this bill comes i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in trouble i'm gonna have to budget for a week and then like but no i mean like uh you want you want to provide a good time and i feel like the way that you pay your attitude while paying and the way that you pay are important. I think like, that's it. You know, yeah. like your attitude when you pay is like, if you are, cause as the gentleman, you should always pay and on a first date, but also you should want to provide a good time. It's about like providing the good time, providing like right. a fun date. And well, you could technically still be doing that with the gift card. I could. I that, could. That is I could. It feels like low integrity. It feels like, uh, like, where are we? Like if I had like a card, 
a gift card in very few places. <laughs> it's like Fridays. Like we're not Let's we're not going to Fridays. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, that's right. a good reward. Yeah, we're not system. going to the cheesecake factory. Maybe she's a mega um, couponer. You know. You know. I mean, it's maybe. But can I add something though? I do think your point was valid. Like. If I notice that, it's not necessarily that a gift card in and of itself is bad, right? Like you have it, use it. When I have a gift card, I'm using it that hour. Like I just want to use it. But it does. it is something that you notice. So when I see that, I would be like, oh, maybe he can't afford this. Like maybe I shouldn't have ordered an entree. Maybe I shouldn't have ordered as many mm-hmm. drinks. And then I would think for the next date, is he, you know, it wouldn't make me feel comfortable because now I'd be worrying about your financial situation and trying not to abuse that. And, right. and then versus and then, like and not, I'm not throwing the Amex anymore. gold down. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you're going to throw down like the Amex gold card, you're going to go, okay, this guy <laughs> can yeah. at least make, you know, the $250 yeah. annual, like he's <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> He well, has a card that's made of metal. Or, like, wow, that's lame. He doesn't have the platinum. He doesn't have the platinum? Oh, he doesn't have a platinum. I, I went on a date with a girl. Yeah, that I'm literally a, I got Capital my, One. So I went on a date with a girl and I paid with my debit card. She grabbed it as I set it down and then she like twisted it to make sure whether or not it was like metal or plastic. Oh, wow, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. well, how, did you re- how did you react to that? I laughed it off. I was like, we ended up dating for a while. Oh, but that's really? A bit rude. Um, I was gonna. You didn't see that as like a. Nice. That's not nice. That's that nice. wasn't a yellow flag for you. Uh, whatever. She uh, she must be expensive. No. Was uh, she joking? I don't. Uh, I, in a situation like that, it's like at least a half joke. It's right? a half joke. Yeah, yeah you kind of don't know. <laughs> she must have been joking because that's pretty rude. Rude. Yeah. yeah. That's mean. Was she a mean person? Yeah. No. Well. Uh, we we both grew up in like Irish Catholic households Uh. and it's just mean in general. So, um, yeah. Mean in general. Well, Polish. And we're Polish. Polish Catholic. (laughs) They can be very Italian, Italian, Polish. Yeah. Yeah. Critical. Yes. What happened with the relationship? Why did it end? Uh, yeah. So we, it was actually one of the best relationships I've ever had. And then, um, she, it, it just got like too close for her. So she like cooled her jets and pulled away. It was too good for her. Mm. So she pulled away. Yeah. I mean, like the reasoning was like, we were already talking about like what we'd name our first kid and um, nice. stuff yeah, like, like that. And how, long, uh, how long, how long did you guys date? Cheers. We dated for like, Three months, so it was oh, like pretty that's fast. The, that's yeah. the shit gets real. But mm-hmm. it was just like and when you, you start to when people get close, months, you know, yeah. they, they, they they like freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what did she like say to you? <laughs> How did she break up with you? Um, well, we made out a lot when we broke up, but um, <laughs> <laughs> just throw that in there. Oh wow! Well, because we, it was like I was like, huh? We're breaking up? Why? <laughs> breakup sucks. And uh, <laughs> no, we basically. I go to her apartment and we'd already, she'd already like kind of wanted to break up. Um, and, uh, did you kind of know it was coming? Uh, I didn't really care. I, like in terms of like trying to make her stay or do whatever, I was mm. just going to do my thing. And if she wanted to keep dating, great. If not, that's fine too. But, um, yeah, basically, uh, we just disagreed on some political things and mm. she took that as like, Look, I come from a home that got divorced, and I'm not doing that again. So if we don't agree on this, doesn't sound like it. you were too like crazy about the situation either, though. 
Like if you could take it or leave it and you're walking into that situation, like, oh, you know. No, I liked her a lot. It's just, I've learned to not get too attached. Like, um, not in like a, a bad way. Just like you can't force something to be something that it's not. So when was the breakup? Mm, beginning of June last year, 2023. Mm. Okay. So, so since then you've, you've learned not to get too close. Yeah. I've gotten better at it for sure. Like to meter it more, you know, slow down. How's that song go? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, no, that's good. I mean, I think it's good to approach things that way. Oh, yeah. okay, so it, it looks like back to the uh, original question, it seems like the consensus from most, almost everybody is the payment for the date has to be money that the man earned versus received as a gift. That's probably better. Is that right? It feels better if the it money feels is. like that's the way to go. If you're trying to make a good impression. Wait, clarify. Was it the first? Is it the first date? Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think on the 10th yeah. date. Well, actually, I'll let you guys answer that. Okay. Now we're on the 10th oh, date. Then it gets more. Comfortable. So 10th date, you probably slept together. <laughs> you might probably. even by that time have met some of their friends. He busts out. A gift card. Same way he doesn't like show it off or anything. You just kind of see it. He's not trying to hide it. What's your reaction? Do you care as much? Do you care the same? I don't care as much because at that point, it's no, if I'm still going on dates with you and it's the 10th date, there's obviously more about you that I appreciate that I like. Therefore, you know, I'm beyond that kind of initial first impression. I know you better. I understand your character. Um, I may agree with your decision to use um, a gift card. So I think at that point I'm comfortable um, because we've gotten to know each other. So I obviously have more information that I've gathered over those 10 dates um, to maybe cut you some slack in certain areas. Okay. Any other ladies? Oh, 10th date. 10th day, bust out a gift card. I still have the same opinion. Um, it, it doesn't bother me as long as I'm not handling the bill. Okay. Yeah. Like I, it's just, I, I just feel like he should be taking the lead as long as it's taken care of. I don't have to worry. I can enjoy my time. It's taken care of, done. I don't care. Well, it's an investment, right? Like you're, you want to show that you're investing in, in the other person. Like you want to put, like, I feel like when you put money on the table and you're saying like, hey, I'm willing to commit time and money and my energy to this evening, I feel like that says something. I feel like that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's, uh, I don't know, chivalrous maybe. I don't know if that's the right word, but. Okay. Didn't want to kill the whole vibe here. No, this is great. Um, (laughs) I like what you were saying. We're going to go more on all this in just a second. We're going to do some intros. So now I want everyone to meet the panel and we'll start with this. Just say your name, your age, what you do for work and your relationship status, name, age, what you do for work, relationship status. We'll start over here. Okay. Elena, 33. I'm in product marketing and I'm single. I'm Jenny. Uh, I'm 26. I am a BA promo model, do a lot of film. Uh, and fortunately and unfortunately I'm single. We'll get into that soon. <laughs> Okay, great. Over here. I'm Kate. I'm 33 and I'm single. 
I'm also self-employed. I'm an influencer marketing strategist. I have my own consulting company. I'm also a creator on TikTok. So please follow me. Um, I think you can probably put my handle in the comments or something. I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll put that in the, in the show notes. Great. Yeah. Um, Dan Bach, 33. Um, I have a e-commerce business and I'm an actor and uh, I'm single. Okay. And Dan, if you guys remember Dan, for those of you who watch all the YouTube videos, Dan was the thousand dollar winner who got a kiss. Camera on him. Camera on him. There he is. <laughs> he got a kiss in 10 minutes from a stranger. <gasps> what? I love that. That girl. is so funny. And, yeah. and he won a thousand dollars. I feel like Wait, I would do what's that. What's the story here? <laughs> yeah. So yes, it was a challenge. I did a YouTube video. I went out for how long were we out for? Uh, we Twelve hours? Like two or three, right? And then we finished around nine. Uh, no, way, way like, past <laughs> at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Either way, we're out for like eight hours in the freezing cold. Yeah. And I had him and Ali, who's uh, usually here and helps out on the show, a contest between them if they can get a girl to kiss them in under, was it 10 minutes? I think it was under no, five. No, it was five minutes. Yeah. Yes. And you said in the cold, what? And uh, it, took him all, it took him all day and night to do it, but yeah, he did I it. I got it under two minutes. Yeah. After that, so. Wow. So if you want to see what that looks like and how that all went down, you can check out the video on the YouTube channel. And it's called, uh, what was it called? Getting $1,000 to kiss a girl in five minutes. And I'm I got impressed. that woman on the corner of, uh, what was that? Like State Street or downtown? Like, Ooh, uh, a woman yeah. on a corner. <laughs> it was this old, do you remember oh, the yeah. older lady? <laughs> Sorry, uh, my bad. Going. He had two kisses in <laughs> no. under five minutes. The first one was uh, a nice 65-year-old lady. Yeah, like with her oh. husband or something like with that. With her husband. So on the lips, did you incentivize or you're like, we're going to split this? Well, Trip was mentioning it. Like there's a thousand bucks. If he, if you give him a kiss and she's like, oh, I love kissing. I was like, you want me to kiss you? She's like, yeah. Let's, or whatever, how it went on down. On the cheek? But, yeah. Where was it? Well, no, but, she's like, I want to kiss on the lips. Oh, okay. <laughs> he broke the rule though. He broke the rule because the rule was you're not supposed to mention that you're going to win a thousand dollars. Right, right, right. Oh, so she's like, I'll pretty help easy. you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> so anyway, that's Dan. Next. Uh, cool. Mike, uh, I live in uh, Streeterville, uh, work in advertising, um, and I'm 35. So I'm uh, kind of like uh, in the studio, and then I uh, manage a small team. I'm just going to be kind of vague about that. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I mean, like, yeah, it is very vague. I have like a, I have like a, I have like a database full of footage. It's kind of geeky. I'm like kind of like the studio geek. Um, and, uh, I have like all this footage and, um, you know, finished work and production elements and I have to get it all over the world a lot of times. Cool, so cool. yeah, it's super fun. I actually, I'm, I'm really passionate about what I do and, uh, I love it. I moved here actually from Michigan, um, for this job. So I love, I love living in the city and it's just a blast. And randomly now, and now I'm on, you're the, here, this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Crushing it. And in Streeterville, nice area. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers, so at, cheers. at the end, at the end of the show, I will give these fine gentlemen the opportunity, or you don't have to take the opportunity if you don't want to, to shoot your shot with one of the ladies if you want to ask <laughs> them out on a date. Oh, cool. So it could be, you know, during this whole 
three hour live a time to, you know, assess whether or not maybe you're interested and as well the ladies for you to assess. Maybe there'll be a date out of it. We've had people who have come on the show and multiple people who have met each other and gone on dates. Nothing has lasted past. Actually, <laughs> hold on. It's doomed from the start. We'll go for it. it well, most of them sitting. ended at first dates, but two people, they, I think they were almost like a couple. They were going on dates. They probably had, I don't, I don't know how many exactly, but I got some text messages from the guy and he told me like, yeah, we really like each other. We've been going out, da, da, da. but then it ended. Um, but that's just what happens. Anyway, that might happen tonight. We'll see what happens. Okay, uh, some more things to announce. So Super Chats, if you're here live with us on YouTube, there's something called a Super Chat where you can donate money to the cause of this show. And if you do a Super Chat, then you can put a comment inside of the Super Chat, which means that it will get read. So any Super Chat you do, I will read here on the show. Of course, there's a lot of people who are writing questions and comments. I will try to get to you if you have a good comment or question. We'll definitely shout it out. Uh, But if you get a super chat up here, I will 100% say it here. Okay. And we've had some really cool things happen over here at TripAdvice in the past few months. I would say about every quarter, I get some sort of text message or email from a former client that is in a relationship or getting engaged. And we had one a lot, like about November, December last year. If you're watching, you know who you are. You sent me an amazing photo of you proposing to your girlfriend. He is someone who did coaching with us. So you guys don't really know this unless you really dove into all my material, but I'm a dating coach for men. So that's what this show is all set up for. We give advice to men We help men who are in need. I know there's some guys who are even saying things in the chat right now that they're single. It's really hard out there. In 2024, it doesn't seem like it's getting any easier. Dating is tough. It's tough for men. It's tough for women. So this show and the coaching is meant to support those people, to help these people like yourself who are having trouble with meeting and attracting women. And we're doing free calls right now. So if you go over to tripadvicecoaching.com, Over there, you can book a call with my team. I even take some of these calls. So you might even end up on the phone with me. And on these calls, what we do is we chat with you. We diagnose what's going on with your dating life. We see where we can help you. And we try to push you in the right direction to see how we can help. We have a coaching program that helps guys like our friend I was just talking about who got engaged last year. Um, Not everyone I know is looking for a wife or to get married. You're maybe maybe not even there or thinking about that. You just want to maybe hook up or you just want some more options. We help with that as well. So go to tripadvicecoaching.com. You can book a call with my team. It is free to book the call and it's an hour long. So you'll definitely get a lot of value out of it. I'm going to put that here on the screen. You can see it or on the chat, I should say. And now on the screen, tripadvicecoaching.com, book a call and we'll chat with you. And something special we're doing tonight that I have yet to do on one of the live shows. And I'm going to repeat myself because I know people are coming in and out, but we are going to allow you to come on to chat with us. So if you have a question or a comment, you want to say something to someone specific or everyone (laughs) I'm going to put a link. There's a link. Actually, there should be a link right now in the, in the, in the description. This is, by the way, I should say, this is specifically for YouTube. 
Okay. So you're only going to be able to uh, see this link. I believe if you're just on YouTube, I'm not sure if it comes through on Instagram, but um, yeah. So you'll see the link. I'm going to post it right now and we'll have you on in order to come on the show. You need to show your face. You cannot have it blacked out and you need to uh, not be covering your face, no masks, nothing like that. So you need to be here and be present and, and come on. So yeah, that link is there right now in the chat. Go click it. If you're on Instagram and you cannot see it, go over to YouTube and you will see it. Also, for those of you on Instagram, uh, this feed is going to cut out at the hour. So I will tell you when that is. And then uh, you can hop over to YouTube. Okay. Sound good. Great. So we're talking about who pays the bill in 2024. And we're talking about who should do it. Who should be paying the bills for the dates, second dates in a relationship. So my first question, we'll start over here. You had a great date. You're interested in seeing the guy again and the bill comes. What's your move? Do you pay? Do you reach? Do not reach? What happens? I do not reach. <laughs> I just sit there and wait for, Look pretty. for the kind gentleman to take care of the bill. And Hold I don't, on. I don't think Hold about on. it. Why? This is, I love that everyone's laughing, but this isn't a comedy show. What's so funny? Why is everyone laughing? Just love her casuality. She's just like, I do nothing. It's not a question. That's great. I'm not saying you shouldn't laugh. I'm genuinely curious. What's what? I just love her tonage. She's right. I mean, if that's who she is, are you laughing because like you kind of agree? Well, yeah. I mean, I've had. I've always assumed that when a woman reaches for the check, that she did not have a good time. (laughs) So if she reaches for the check and wants to like, Oh, we'll split it. I'm like, I always go like, okay, come on. Like you had a bad time. <laughs> like we didn't click. It's okay. And she's like, no, do you no, actually no. say that? Yeah. And like, I did that. I did that once I went to uh Baba Reba, I think like I last. Oh, it was a great spot. A, yeah. We got like, like paella. It was great. Style. Yeah. It's a great spot. Really quick, really quick. For those who don't, who don't know that place, cause not everyone here is from Chicago who's watching. That is a place that has tapas. So I'm okay. think right. Yeah. So okay, I'm thinking yeah, you guys yeah. like that because like it's fun to it's share. You can get a lot. Yeah. 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 You can try is, a lot of different good, stuff, yeah, and you can order a lot of so small. Oh yeah. And it's, a, it's romantic in there. It's like it a is. cozy. It's like red lighting. A lot there. of wine. Okay. So we go on dates there. Oh. Back to the story. Oh yeah. So so she reached for the check, and I was like, oh, you know. You know, I was like, and I, I, I was like, thank you for offering, but I was like, you know, I wanted like, did you have a good time tonight? Like, and if you didn't, then that's totally cool. I conversation was great, so it was very friendly, and I was like, uh, you know, if you don't want to, um, you know, if you don't want to see each other again, then we can split it, and it's no big deal. And she's like, oh no, no, like I had a really great time. I'd love to see you again. You know, I was like, oh okay, cool. So then I, I, uh, I covered the check, and then the next day. She was like, bye, you know, I'm oh. sorry. Like, I don't think we clicked. And I was like, hey, I gave you an out, you know, it was yeah. all right. But um, yeah, I guess that when a woman reaches for the check, I assume she had a bad time. Is that true? No, not really. I think in my sense, I just like to own what I got, even though, you know, for relationship wise, or dating, I do like the old traditional way where the guy pays for the date. 
I also agree that it's whoever asks the person out. I mean, I never ask anyone out, so the guy always picks. <laughs> Unless it's like an activity that, uh, like, for example, on Halloween, I really wanted to go to a haunted house that a guy was scared of because oh. he's scared of it. I am scared. But I really wanted to go. So I bought tickets for us. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed it, but I had to lead. But what, like, uh, what number date was that? I'm curious. It's been, I mean, numbers get lost. So maybe it was like two, three months in. Oh, yeah. okay. oh that's okay. So it's been a while. We got comfortable. We at least had like weekly dates. Uh, it didn't work out, unfortunately, because, you know, city dating and um, just. You know, everything happening fast. But, you know, it is what it is. It happens. And I I like to do stuff, go out. So I don't want a guy to feel the need or pressure to have to do a lot to entertain me and have to make a lot of money. I understand uh, in a sense that, yeah, a guy should pay for formality. Uh, but... In a case if it's more things that I want to do, I also like to treat people, uh, have fun. I just don't want someone to feel the pressure or responsibility to have to take care of me, too. Okay, so rewind real quick. You're on a first date. Bill comes. Oh, yeah. No, I want to reach for I'm sorry, but if it's like dinners, yeah, it's a formality thing where, you know, the guy gets the date, he puts the card in, whatever. I just don't like to deal with it. But if it's just extra things I want to do, then it's like a surprise. You say you don't want to deal with it. What do you, what do you mean by that? I don't want to know the cost, right? Like you said. Why don't you want to know the cost? Because then I feel expensive. <laughs> and then I feel guilt tripped. If you feel so guilty, why not split it? <laughs> I mean, and that's in the way of how I... Maybe you don't feel that guilty. I don't feel that guilty. Of course not. (laughs) But also I'm just like, oh, thanks for taking me out. Thanks for doing this. I do love that traditional like aspect, but it's just like I'm saying additional things like activity wise, not like I will tell him I want to pay for things. I'll just be like, hey, I got us this as an aftermath, like surprise. I just think that's also romantic on both senses. I think that's cool that you're mindful of like how much things cost. Yeah. Cause like, I I think I read pretty recently, like the most, like the average date right now, I think it was in like the New York times is like $180 is like an average date. And like, you know, a lot of dudes go out and like, you know, let's, some of them it's tough, yeah. you know, and they like, they're, you know, and it's like, there's the uncertainty of like, you know, is this going to go anywhere? And then they're, you know, paying for a date. So yeah. I mean, like, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm glad like, like uh, it's, it's cool that there's like acknowledgement of that. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I believe in equality, but also I do love the traditional aspects of a man treating a girl. Funny you said that there's a comment here that actually says women aren't traditional anymore. Yeah. So men Modern shouldn't age. have to be, so men shouldn't have to be either equality, right? Ladies. I kind of agree because I mean, yes, I'm the younger out of everyone here, but I'm always, I was mature at a young age. Yeah. I had guys treating me in a sense. It 
sometimes didn't feel as appropriate because yes they were a lot somewhere older um and yeah i would get treated to nice states of like i don't know bills would be over 250 and i know it like maple and ash fioretta and in that sense if they could cover it then fine but i want to show my gratefulness by also being like thanks for this dinner i bought us amc tickets (laughs) very fair at least it's more to do too. Well, I'm being sarcastic. Don't... I didn't get any laughs out of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy myself because I'm sorry. I like, yes, I never ask anyone out. I could go out all the time if I want to, but I will never be like, oh, I need a guy for, to do this. Just buy me this, buy me that. I mean, if they want to fine, that's nice. I mean, if they expect me to pay, I don't think that's going to last long either. So I'd say that, you know, you can't generalize. So yes, there's probably a lot of women who are not traditional, whatever that means, that definition changes sometimes person to person as well. But there are women who are traditional and who have expectations to be with a traditional man and whatever's happening in society, whatever, whatever trends are happening. If you know yourself, as I know myself, I'm going to be traditional regardless of what the preferences are or what the expectations are. So there still are traditional women and there are traditional men. So if you feel more comfortable being traditional, then continue to be that as a man. If you feel more comfortable as a woman being traditional, continue to be that because as long as you know yourself, you will attract what it is that you want. That's fair. I agree. Real quick, I want to talk to you about that. So would you consider yourself traditional or modern? I would consider myself traditional. That's what I grew up with. And that's what I see. I'm Eastern European. I'm Greek and Serbian. And so that's more common in our culture. And it's worked for me. I'm really grateful for my upbringing and how my parents modeled what a relationship should look like. And that's what I want to repeat for myself. So what does a traditional, by your definitions, what is a traditional relationship? What does that look like? So I think the male in a traditional relationship is more of a protector and a provider. And I think the woman is more about like nurturing. I think both parties have to have a vision and whatever way to achieve that vision has to be agreed upon by both parties. So you within that vision, figure out with your partner what you can add to make that possible and what he can add to make that possible. What would that look like for you? For me, it depends on the partner that I'm with. So what do you want? I like if if he was like, yeah, babe, whatever you think, like I'll go with whatever you want to do Yeah, and be this traditional relationship. What would you say that is? I would want, I think my partner to be a bit more of the leader Um, I think I have a strong dominant personality and therefore I would want someone who's a bit stronger than I am and could lead that I accept and that we can both kind of walk towards that purpose. Um, One example is if my partner said, you know, honey, I think I want to stay home with the kids. I think that makes more sense. I would probably not appreciate that. I think if someone's going to stay home with the kids, I think women are feminine energy Again, I'm for myself, I'm not generalizing. Everyone has a right to whatever that means to them. In my opinion, that is a role I'd be more comfortable to play. So you'd want to stay home with the kids while 
I wouldn't. I like, I would like to at least have a part-time job because I'm social. I like to be, I'm, you know, educated. I enjoy working. I enjoy, you know, having adult conversations as well. Um, so it's not like to me being feminine is just staying at home with the kids, but within a partnership, I do think it's appropriate if a man takes on a bit more of that provider role. So I know in the workplace as a woman, I think we have, uh, different empathy, different sensibility when it comes to prospering in a corporate and a work environment. And I think we need maybe a little bit more sensitivity, a little bit more. We're on a 28 day cycle, right? As well. I think our like monthly, you know, cycle means that we are, we need to rest more certain days. We need to be um, sensitive certain days. And I think it's really hard to marry that up with corporate culture and like working and achieving. Whereas I think a man is on a different schedule on a different cycle and can maybe manage that 24 hour cycle, maybe manage those demands that are required for, you know, financial success in many different um, career fields. You seem more modern than traditional because you'd still want to work. I may, I may not. I would, I would like to reserve the right for when that time comes to decide. I'm capable of both. I think I have created a life where I can, you know, do that if I want to, but I wouldn't want to be forced into that by the partner that I choose. Okay. Anyone have any comments on that? Yeah. Have you dated guys that kind of would like, how many guys have you dated Or do you run across them often that would sort of fit the bill of what you're looking for? I mean, I was in a very long-term relationship, so I haven't dated too much, but I would say it's, it's hard to find what I'm looking for. I'm still single. I definitely see that it exists. That's an interesting point because, um, women date up and to the right. Uh, you know, if like, if it's a chart, right? Like women date up and to the right, women want to marry up. And I think like, you know, women are also right now in our society advancing faster than any other cohort. Women are, there are more uh, women homeowners now, like than ever before. Like men are getting completely surpassed in homeownership by women. I think that there is probably, you know, probably like a confusion for a lot of guys, like a lot of guys that either can't achieve those, those, um, be that person that could provide that kind of life or need to be, you know, probably a little bit more of like, you know, uh, other, or they're on the same level, you know? Um, I think that that's just like, it's, uh, it, it becomes harder to find, I think as, as, uh, you know, women, are doing so well. And it's not, I'm not disparaging women. I think it's awesome. I think it's great, but I think that's just like the nature of things right now. And yeah. just, it's kind of made the market like harder. Yeah. I think it's not I just the yeah. provider mentality though, but there's also that I don't think that people who are financially successful 
necessarily equate to a good partner. I think you also have to have that protector mentality. You have to have some kind of emotional sensibility as well. So I wouldn't say, oh, he, you know, someone is successful. He's going to pay on the first date. I'm in. I obviously want to see what the character is and how they think about their future, how they think about, you know, what a partner means to them, their families, their responsibility to their family. So I think both in both um, elements, it's difficult, right? Yeah, I agree. I think that like they're, uh, and I think ladies, I think you'll all agree with me too, that like our current culture isn't producing enough economically and emotionally viable potential mates. There just isn't, they're just not there. Like when you get to that point where you're starting to like say, okay, like I'm looking around for someone to spend my life with and the pool of people just don't exist. And that's where you get the, you know, the phrase like, oh, there are no, you know, good men or what have you, because funny, someone just commented and said, where are all the good men says no girl who's 18. Right. Mm. What? Yeah. Sorry, it took me a second. A, ta- a tad out of context because I'm, I'm reading. Uh, I'll, I'll explain it because I'm reading the chat here. That's in comment from people who are saying that usually women who are past their sexual uh, prime, who are usually in their late 20s and up, such as half the panel here of women, they have a harder time finding men because they're saying, Where have all the good men gone? Because now their standards are so much higher. Right. Right. So it begs the question, should men rise up to women or should women come down to men? So what I mean by that is, do men, should it be, okay, men should be then making more money and, and fulfilling all the things that women want usually because it's a, it's a pretty long list, right? So should men be working on that and coming up to that? So they can get more options with women or on the other side, are women being too selective and they should be coming down a little bit and saying, okay, maybe I shouldn't be having such a long list that I'm looking for. And I should be just being uh, less selective so I can have more options with men. Why would you not want to be better? Like anyone, like, why would you not want to rise to a challenge? Like, why would you not have the ambition? Like, why would you not like I, as a woman and constantly like working on myself, working on my character, working on my business, like trying to be a better person. I'm involved in charities. Like that's why I am looking for someone that has those same goals and is also trying to be better and work on himself. I'm not looking for anyone perfect, but I mean, you should be growing together, right? Becoming better together. I, and I feel like always women have inspired men to do better in my opinion, like, I, I don't know. Like to me, that's, if a man is not inspired and motivated by me to like do better, then I don't know. I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) So I I like that attitude. I hear that. Um, yeah, we should definitely be all of us us be doing better and then try to become the best version of ourselves for sure. How much money would you need your man to make in order to have the be qualified to date you? What should his salary be? That's such a hard question. Um, I think at this point in life, would it? Be, I'll try to make it easier for you. Yeah. Should it be more than what you make? Yes. Okay. 
would you be open to sharing how much you make? I mean, <laughs> you can even give a range if you don't feel super comfortable. I would comfortable. say like above six figures. Okay. Above six figures. Okay. Where, Personally, where but would I'm, you prefer? I, but at? also like there's different stages of dating in life where I am in life. I want someone that's serious about wanting a wife and a family. So I'm I'll not, find about a hundred million men who make <laughs> less than six figures. That would be that person. But again, that's yeah, not that's, a deal breaker. We're, we're like trying to come up with a number, right? Like it's not like if someone makes 85, I'm like, I'll never talk to him and never go on a date with him. Okay. I'm, so, so you're cool with that. We 85. were trying to come up with a figure. However, if someone is looking for like the traditional wife, which well, I don't care about that. I want to know what you are looking yes. for. What do you want? Okay. So I want someone that is marriage minded and wants kids, wants a family and is like ready to do that because like, I want to do that quickly once I find that person. So they do need to be established enough where I agree with Elena. I would want the opportunity to either be able to continue with my consulting business part-time, but then also be with my kids or be a full-time stay-at-home mom. I would like that option. So it would need to be a salary that both of us could live on comfortably. Any idea what that would look well, like? These days in the news, they literally talk about how six figures is like the new normal. I mean, do you guys agree with me? I've yeah. been seeing a lot of articles yeah. saying yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. agree. I so like because, 200, because of inflation, 250, like, it's not my fault. 300, I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting somewhere with this yeah. or you're, or you're just like, you have no idea. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm understanding the question. How much does the man have to make in order to date you? I think dating and marriage are two different questions to eventually date you to get married. Dating with the intention of marriage. I would say minimum six figures. Okay. Minimum. So a hundred thousand dollars Yeah, with potential. Right? With potential, yeah. Right, because like, uh, I think a man could make, you know, you yeah. could meet someone who, you know, has a plan or has a ambition or a goal. Yeah. And they're making X. And, you know, um, I don't necessarily think that, you know, I know, I'd be remiss to, like, speak for women. I know better than that. <laughs> but, like, um, I would say, like, if a man has, like, a goal and a plan and has the potential to, in the future, also make whatever, whatever would be comfortable, whatever that, that, you know, uh, very like number would be. Um, I feel like, like, does that make sense? Like, am I making sense? Yeah. 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 I think potential and ambition are really important to me. And again, like I'm basing this off of goals that I've been able to achieve in my life. Right. I would not ask someone to bring something to the table that I have not been able to achieve myself first. So I have gotten past that point in my life so that's where that figure is like coming up for me. Does that help add context? Yeah. So you want it to be pretty equal. Yeah. I, I just like. And who's I'm paying like, on, who's paying on the first date? The man. <laughs> yes. Well, I have a lot to say about Any that thoughts too. On, on because that? I'm. Little, uh, that, about what? that doesn't make sense. Well, what does you know make what? Sense? Yeah. Why would that not make sense though? Well, if you want everything equal, then why? I didn't say I want everything equal. Well, you said that a second before you said that. No, no, you were saying I don't want like a 50 50 relationship. Okay. That's not what I'm looking okay, for at got all. It. No, I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Um, okay. So if you don't want a 50 50 relationship, no. okay. So what do you want? I want a man that is a provider and has a provider mindset because if I were to stay at home with 
future kids, then he needs to be able to be the sole provider. Okay, so you want, so it seems like you do, you want more traditional. I would love to be a stay-at-home mom. Okay, so you want traditional. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying I don't believe in 50-50, I'm sorry. Got it. I think what she was saying is that she's basing what her figure is, what her asks are. What I have made in, in the past. Exactly. So that's where she started around where she is, but higher obviously is a preference. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I know I've gotten there. So I'm like, I know my man can too, you know, like I believe that. (laughs) Married men make more money as well. Yeah. Statistically. It absolutely increases a man's value to be married. Absolutely. See, well, and then, you know, that's funny. You should say that because like nerds, they say too, are more emotionally, you know, they're a little bit more in touch with themselves. I'm just going to advocate for nerds. Advocating for the nerds. No, I'm for the nerds. I was engaged to a tech nerd. So I love nerdy guys. Like, I think that they are kind. I feel like a lot of times they don't know how attractive they are. Like I find them so cute. I love watching Lord of the Rings. (laughs) She knows I love like Harry Potter. All the nerdy stuff. I was just watching. When's the last time you were on a day with a nerd? Um, actually I'm seeing someone right now. That's a little bit on the sweet nerdy side. Nice. Is he, watching? Is, a lot of dad is he watching? I did not tell him. So <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your Harry Potter house? Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm also. Oh, that's so cute. I love a nerd. Um, it's Ravenclaw yeah. couch over here. Mm-hmm. Ravenclaw uh, couch. How many, how many dates it, have you been on with him? With the nerd? Our third is this week. So oh. it's new. Okay. That's why I said seeing each other because it's very new. How did you meet him? Oh, on Hinge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> terrible. One of the better. There's nothing wrong with yes. that. I know. Look, I, you, met a, you met a great guy. Yeah, I know. I know. I, you know, I will say out of all the dating apps, Hinge has been mm-hmm. the best for me. I don't love them in general, but yeah, like he's really nice and very early. So we'll see. Someone said, I guarantee the nerd. This is interesting. I guarantee the nerd she is seeing is not short, fat, and ugly. Women never admit that they care about looks first. Yet another comforting lie women tell themselves. What? Like, what well, does I, I being a nerd to be a, have to do with short, fat, and ugly? Like, I just I think it just matters on a nerd that is evolved like a Pokemon, yeah. right? Like he started out nerdy. What? He went to the gym. He listened to Trip. You know, he started eating well. I like oh. that. And then, like, oh, like he's got this guy. He's this guy who's like put together, but then he has this kind of interesting, like Harry Potter. You know, he's got like a Glamdring, like Gandalf sword. I love wall. that. Oh, wow. No, I actually love that because sometimes <laughs> yeah. the fat guy gone fit are like the most. That's what I said. Yeah, that's the guys guys don't ugly, know ugly how duckling cute syndrome. They are. Yes. You don't know you're the yeah. swan. You don't know you're the swan. No, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I'm going to disagree with that comment that the user uh, just put in just because yeah. I dated a woman over the summer who was like full glam, like this gorgeous, slender um, brunette, brilliant, brilliant woman. Like she was so smart and so cool. And she played Dungeons and Dragons. And like, if you knew, like, if you looked at her, you would never know in a million years that she has like a Dungeons and Dragons group that she met with like on Monday nights and was super cool. Like we just, we really had, we had a really great time together. And, and like also hit, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh no, like, go ahead. No, that so. comment is not fair. Like I work out, I put a lot of investment into my appearance. Like, again, I'm looking for a partner that's doing the same. So I just don't think that comment is relevant. Like, I don't wake up looking like this. Like, this takes time and effort, you know? So I expect- sexy. 
Yeah, no, like I expect a man that's like dressed nice, like hair put together. I'm using you as a good example. Yeah, like, yeah you are a good man. example. Good work. Hey, I, you know, I had to he come here great. last minute. <laughs> Give me a break. Dan, <laughs> I swear to God, Dan, if you get a date from here and I gave you a thousand dollars to get a kiss in under five minutes. And I better be your kid. best Making friend. Money, yeah. Sixty-five. <laughs> be at the wedding. <laughs> I'll be at the wedding. I like it. All right, real quick. Back uh, to Jenny. Oh, back my. to Jenny for a second. So, are you traditional or are you modern or where do you stand with all that? I'm just curious because I, I feel like I have a sense for these two, but not you. <laughs> I mean, I'm. And I'm asking this question because this is very much connected yeah. to the idea of paying for the first date or not. I mean, let. Let's call me a wild card. I'm a free spirit. I'm a little everywhere. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but where do you lean more towards? Cause I feel like I was raised on t- on a very high influence, traditional Polish Catholic so family. Yeah. And it was so harsh. I am first generation American and Same. I, Same. I honestly like a lot of things that I was I don't want to say push to say what's right, what's wrong, but I was kind of enforced to do this and that. And I felt out of place where I have to go to church. I have to, we grew up with nothing. And then my mom worked her ass off. I worked with my mother. I feel like you're defending yourself right now. I'm not defending myself. I'm just explaining explaining myself. Okay, got it. I mean, everyone has their own story. I grew up with nothing. I learned how to work my ass off in school and sports and work. And I guess everything. I said that because it seems like women almost feel this weird guilt or shame for even saying that they're traditional. Do you feel that at all? Like oh, any guilt or so like, ah, I don't really want to say it or to my other girlfriends because women are now much more moving toward yeah. modern. So here's the thing to understand. And I think Elena can verify this. And I know you're a little younger than us, but like, I'm sure you feel the same thing. You were talking about being first generation. A lot of our parents came here as immigrants, pushing education, pushing, get a career. You know, we came here, we sacrificed everything for you to have a better life than we had from wherever we came from. So it is tough because a modern woman is what you would call like the working woman, successful, like bad B boss girl, whatever you want to call it. But like, we were kind of taught that that's important. Like get your masters, do this, do this, all these accomplishments, success. That's a very masculine energy. Yep. But now as I have gotten older, I'm like, no, I'm very feminine. I want to like lean back, have a feminine energy, be nurturing, like have a family, have kids, all of that. But like, like I'm trying to give additional context to what she might be saying. Like, we were also trying to like impress our parents growing up and make them happy for the sacrifices they made to come. So you feel, do you feel torn? I feel like a push and pull because also like my mom, I asked her before coming here who should pay on the first date. And my mom immediately said the man and every time, but again, my mom was raised in Poland and then came here once she was already like in her mid twenties. So there, I have this like old world mentality from my family a little bit and the culture that I was raised with here, but I also grew up in the States and I am a Polish American. So I have both. Does that make sense? Like I have this old Eastern European traditions in my life, but then modern America, yeah, and I like ideals agree. as well. And it's hard because those two do not well, match up often. So, but it also sounds like your parents brought you here and said to you, okay, education, 
not bad things. master's degree. That's not traditional. That's modern. That's what I'm saying. They're like, just pushing for a better life. That's yeah. why they come to America. Okay. They want but a better life for their kids. But I'm saying that was pushed on us. Yeah. A lot, really a lot of us. I'm sorry. I'm speaking Absolutely. for you yeah. too, no, but right. that was pushed on us, like the modern agenda. And now I feel like as a more grown woman, I'm realizing I don't want this modern agenda. Does that help clarify? Yep. Makes sense. And yes. that's mm-hmm. where it, there's a clash culture of yeah, it's like immigrants a coming yeah. with nothing, working very hard. They want like a more better lavish life, especially for their offsprings. So yes, I was pushed for all this yet. Now all of a sudden my mom's like, I don't want you to work as hard as you are. Cause she wants a better for life for me. So she's like, now I want you to marry a rich man. So it is <laughs> that tug and tool that mine but so what I, you need to do is sit your <laughs> see your mom down or have her come on the show and you need to ask her, okay, mom, how much does he need to make? I'm grown enough. For one, in my sense, I mean, yes, money is life. I want to be secure. Um, but right now I'm still just working for myself. If I have a nice guy. For at first, I want to at least tolerate him. So at least <laughs> looks are bad. Looks are good. Okay, but I'm not gonna judge him. I want them to have personality, to be nice, that I could actually spend time with. Then, yes, it, it, I'll see how long I can last with them because yes, I do want the provider as well. But um, I just I want a more fulfilled life internally to at least you know if you struggle we'll struggle together okay what if it's a bad date oh Oh. then goodbye (laughs) who's paying for the bill if it's a bad date the guy the guy the guy okay you're not going for the split no No. because that is that is a move like you were saying yeah Yeah, some women do go for the split actually you know and i not going to try to, you know, put out there that I'm a bad date or anything, but <laughs> I have had that happen a couple of times <laughs> where I've had a woman reach for the check and I'm just like, I, you know, you just kind of knew that. Well, like you see the pattern, are you saying? So if, yes. it's, so if they don't split the bill with you, how many of those dates go to a second date? Um, I'm, I've, I've had, you know, how should I put this? Like I have a pretty good, like second date. Like I'm pretty good about getting on second dates, second and third dates. He has good success rate. <laughs> right. Sex, so successful. most of those, a majority of those, they're not splitting the bell. No, what saying. no. And I just, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I've just never, I wasn't raised that way. I mean, kind of to piggyback off of what the ladies were saying, I was, um, you know, I think, and I, and I do want to kind of follow what you said too, you know, cause, and, and comment on it. Cause I feel like some of what we're experiencing too, like all of us, I feel like in our our thirties now is like the grass is always greener effect mm-hmm. where you kind of are, you're at this station in life. You pursued this thing, whatever it is ineffable. And now we're here and we're like, Oh, yeah. you know, I wish I had, you know, I would like this other side of, yeah, you like know, you spend all this time, yeah. your whole twenties, whatever, like hustling career goals, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to threes and you're like, all right. Well, yeah. What now? <laughs> bring, yeah, bring totally. on the, the well, I mean, like my mom. Yeah. Now you have yeah. the security, yeah. but now it's hard. It's a more smaller pool too. And it's like my mom. So like my mom stayed home with me, but then like my mom also was 
a badass. Like my mom was in the, like she, we, she always had, uh, had horses, you know, growing oh, up. Cool. So she, um, got involved with like my hometown's like mounted police division and like trained the horse with like fireworks. And she like, she would, yeah, my mom, like my mom, like, uh, trained to like, uh, shoot off of horseback and like was in like the mounted police. Like, and I was like, and I, I was like, seven or eight years old watching all this. And I'm like, wow, like that is so cool. You know? So it's like, I feel like everyone has that, um, you know, if you're a stay at home mom or had started your life that way, you'd be like, gosh, you know, I, I wish I had pursued like some like, kind mm. of career and like, or some kind of like thing that I have this interest in. I yeah, think there's like now wants to at least know they have potential. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and I think that like, there's that, it's like that grass is always greener thing, but, um, you know, to kind of come back to the question oh, though, Trip. I'm play, sorry. I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean to derail. Okay. I want to play devil's advocate just for fun. <laughs> Potential for what? To know that they can what? That they have value, that they also could do what a man could do. Cause I guess that's like the boss bitch kind of effect where, you know, nowadays, even in college stats, more females go to college than males. Females, no offense, guys are killing it. Yeah, rising faster than any other cohort. Exactly. Any in the United States. Yeah. And sure, we would like the provider, but, but it's also exhausting. We, yeah, like, it's I'm it tired. is exhausting. <laughs> That's why I love Elise working and knowing and being fulfilled within myself. If it's exhausting and you're kind of complaining about it. I'm not complaining, but like well, that it, was a complaint, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I mean, that, like if you're saying that, then is it really noble of a path to see like, like, if I can be that person to be able to do that? I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, it more yeah. noble? Yeah, yeah. Is it more noble to say I did it? I became VP of this corporation who doesn't give a fuck about me. <laughs> and, and I'm replaceable at any minute. Cause they're all about yeah. profits. Yeah. Capitalism. Or I raised if you want kids, I raised this beautiful family and my daughter and son are great people. And, and there's so much love and I raised these humans, blah, 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 blah. What's, what do you think is more noble? Well, no, I completely agree, but that's why I'm like more in between because I don't want to be that boss bitch on top where I don't have time to date, where I can't have kids because really kids are a job themselves. Yeah. And so it would be nice to stay home, but also, yes, have a part-time job or be able to do this or that. But I wouldn't want to slip, not, not in a sense, slave myself, but be stuck kind of raising you want kids. Options. You want options, options. and still mm -hmm. be able to go out with friends to do this, to do that, at least to make yourself feel more valuable than sitting at home. But to Tripp's point, do you think that's like kind of just like a societal, like this current world that we're in where there's this expectation to be a good worker and like that, that is, is, that's the pressure. Right. And I, I think mean, that we all feel this thing that is like, um, it's not, it's, it's, that's where all of our energy is going rather than being good partners and good, like, you know, emotionally available yeah. people to one another, whether we're looking, we're putting price tags on each other yeah. and it's, yeah. it feels very like cold. And that's it's why, not, that's why I couldn't give you a salary number. Like I was really struggling yeah. because I don't, there's not like a price tag on 
what would make me decide to move forward in a marriage. It's more about like the character of the man. And like, yes, money is extremely important, but like I had a really difficult time with that exercise. And I feel like now women at least want more security, not only value within themselves. And yes, they want to look great. It's, it's a tough market for girls nowadays. It's a competition between us two. I mean, these girls seem great, but I mean, I disagree. I think the market's actually super easy for women. Well, the, they're just, they're just I don't not, know about that. I just, if, if you're a man or a woman, you think that nowadays it's hard and, and the market's bad, or there's some sort of like victim mindset complaining about it. It just means you're doing it wrong. Well, mm. it's just like also insecurities. It might be, might be kind of hard, but it just means. Cause I mean, everyone wants to be Elena, like, Elena, what are your thoughts here? I feel like look- you want to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, I think dating is always hard if you take it seriously. It depends. It's one of the most important decisions of your life. So I look back at dating when I was in, you know, early twenties, right before my first relationship to my early thirties, right after that relationship, it was hard then. And it's hard now, but I don't think of that as a woe is me. I take it as I know what I want. I know who I am. And to find that is going to take some time. It's going to take some patience and it's going to take some optimism, but it's always going to be difficult to find a good person and all these things that you're looking for because you're taking it seriously because it impacts not just your life, but if you're a woman who wants kids then your children. So you have to think about, is this man going to be a good partner to me? If something, God forbid, happens to me, is he going to be able to take care of my family, my kids? And so, how it's do you vet important. for that? How do you vet for that? It's a lot about following your. Don't in- pay with a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> it's your intuition. It's yeah. understanding, <laughs> noticing patterns, um, recognizing what you need as a person, character, behavior, and time. At the end of the day, like you can't. I can't. Some people can, but it's really hard to say, yeah, this is my person because people reveal themselves over time time. and your compatibility Mm -hmm. reveals itself over time. And sometimes it's not about whether it's a good person or a bad person, but your values on some important aspect might not be aligned. And then you unfortunately have to make a decision at that point. But that's exactly like I'm dating in mind of like, would this person be a good father to my potential future children? Right. Like it's not, I feel like when I was younger and dating at 23, I was just like, is this guy hot? Like, am I going to have fun? (laughs) Like, do we have chemistry? But like at where I am in life, it's so much bigger. I'm not thinking just about myself. I'm thinking about a potential family and how this person would fit into that picture. It's not just about like, so what do you look, what do you look for specifically mm-hmm. to know, okay, this guy's going to be a good father. I look for integrity, honesty, are his uh, words and actions matching up. I also look for generosity. And again, some men are wealthy and not generous, right? So I think generosity trumps wealth because even if someone is, you know, not doing super well, but they're generous and really trying, I think that will win out over someone who's wealthy and stingy or cheap, in my opinion, because I don't know, again, like I want someone that's like marriage minded and family oriented and loyalty and loyal. Oh my God. Loyalty is my number one, like loyalty. When you say loyalty, do you just mean not cheating on you or other, are there other forms of that? 
I think respect ties into loyalty as well. Like if I'm not in the room, I want to know that like you have my back. Like you're not saying weird things to your buddies when but I'm But how would you know room. that if you're not in the room? Because I would feel it in my gut that this person is loyal to me. He's my teammate. Like, I think you can judge that over time. Kind of like Elena was saying, like, is he keeping my secrets the way that I'm keeping his? Like, I'm very loyal. So I expect that in return. Like I'm, if you are my person and I'm committed to you, like we're in a committed partnership, I would never cheat. I would talk well about you when you're not in the room. Like, you know, I'm saying you like potential person, right? Like <laughs> nerdy guy, nerdy guy, um, the third right? Date that you've been like, on. That's, that's so huge. And again, it's that integrity piece. Like, are there actions and words matching up? And of course you never know, like you can't fully know someone right away. It takes a lot of time and a lot of situations to, to learn to this and women's intuition. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real sure thing. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that, Dan? Well, because I've done not I've not done the coupon thing. But like, <laughs> like as a young man who didn't have like male role models, you know, like I didn't have a close uh, relationship with my father. We're good now, but like, you have to learn through the school of hard knocks. Like, it's so true. You gotta. I, I'm trying to think of an example, but just like texting too much, uh, a girl might be turned off by that, or like, I don't know, it like. That's why you have to eliminate as many variables and make the girl feel safe. And yeah, like, safety. Uh, and as a it young guy, yeah. you just like you just don't know this stuff until you start to date. Like, there's yeah. only things you can learn about women when you're dating them, so or true. when you go to tripadvice.com. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, well, this YouTube channel right here. That's theory. And <laughs> then I'm serious though. Too. This is where you. you well, yeah, because I mean, like you said, there's no, there's no rule this. book now. Yeah, there's well, there no is there's, a rule book now. Tripadvice.com. Tripadvice there is a very specific That's true. rule book. That's very fair. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, but, 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 I mean, but you did say that. So why why do you think that there's no rule book? Um, well, for a few reasons. I think that we abandoned for as much as we you know, we're all it's I, I, we abandoned the uh, whatever you want to call it, courtship rules. There's no um, no one knows what to how to engage with each other anymore or what's appropriate or, you know, if double texting is okay or mm -hmm. the way that you, the way that your text cadence comes out. Like if you're, you know, like personally, I feel like every text deserves its own thought bubble. It's I, I'm a multiple texture. It's probably bad, but I am, um, I, I don't do like a one for one, you know? So, but I mean like, that's just an example. I think that also we're leaving our, love lives and something that is probably the most important decision we'll ever make in our lives up to an algorithm up to a, a corporate corporation. Oh, I approach all the time. Okay. Yeah. I go out by myself. I like that. I go, I go out by myself <laughs> and I will, I'll try to, to talk to women and go to different like places and, you know, have approach. you ever uh, dated somebody like that? Like you, you've just met them off the street or like, I have, I've converted a few of those. I've converted a few of those into dates. Yeah, I have. But I, cause I, I, I was, I got kind of upset with the apps after a while. I was uh -huh. like, this is like not serving me. I'm leaving my, my, the, such an important part of life up to this corporation that's business their business model is to I think keep you I think in there. you just weren't doing it the best you could. Do you really think you were giving it the best 
you absolutely could on the dating app. On the dating app? Pro- like, were your pictures the best? Did you- Oh, were my pictures the best? I Did you, you know- look at yeah. advice online. Did you see, you know, what worked? For I almost hired, I did almost do? hire a photographer, but I do have, <laughs> I did. I almost hired someone to take pictures of me doing things. I like tennis, like, I don't know. Catching fish. Yeah, catching well, fish. Well, you know what though? I'm going to defend photos. the fish pick guys. So I'm going to okay. defend them because men don't get photographed. Yeah. Yeah. I actually they don't. That. And they only That's get photographed true. when they do a thing. And oftentimes that thing is yeah. catching a fish. But no, but I kind of cringe only because in some sites you get like what nine photos and you can't get one good one. I mean, I've seen so many blurry, so many old photos. Yeah. So many, yeah. like you don't even have one good photo. I think effort is really important. Yes. Um, well, it's not just important. It's just you you have to, you, or else you'll end effort. up you'll end up race. like all these yeah. people now in the chat who oh boy hate dating apps. And no say they're buts. garbage. Yeah, I get why guys are saying that. I get why why women are saying that. But it's just such a shitty attitude. It is, yeah. It's like it's just this. People meet on dating apps all the time. It is. I don't want to say. I don't want to be defeatist about apps because I right, am you back shouldn't. on. You shouldn't. No I am should. back on Hinge. I remade my profile. Uh, I haven't, and I I'm. I would say more careful now on who I. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like it's on the Hinge. vetting. Because then that algorithm, that magic thing that we just can't see, then it doesn't, you know, then you're getting served to the right people that align with your values. Can I challenge you a bit about the, about what you said about the rule book or whatever? One of the things that I've learned as I've, you know, gone into the dating world is there are no generalizations and there are no rules. There is no formula to love. If there was, someone would have made, you know, a formula publicly available and made a ton of money on it. I, 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 I have made formulas and have made money from um, getting love. But you, but, I think she means oh, like a guarantee. But I mean like, like a guarantee. No like you're de- Now you'd look at your long-term divorce Well, there's no rate, guarantees right? in life. There's no yes, guarantees. Yeah, there's no guarantees. formulas. But I think regardless. There are formulas though. But even if there you are, don't. There are ways. I'll give, I'll give an example. Tricks. Like. Well, yeah, that formulas, tips, but tricks. A formula to me might not work for someone else. It's about what you're looking for and who you are. I, I sort of agree. It, it maybe could ha- has to be a little bit more custom to the person, depending on the issue. Yeah. But generally, men and women get together and mate in the same ways that they've mm-hmm. always have been for, yeah. the, for since we've been alive. Maybe it's terminology then. Maybe there are guiding principles, but what I think would work, what I expect my standards, I don't want to preach them to other people. I just want to be secure in them. I just want to know myself well enough that I feel comfortable with what I'm asking and how I'm living and what my expectations are. I think it's all about results. If you're doing what you're doing and it's working and you find a guy and you or whatever your goal is. Well, what's your goal? Do you want to get married and have kids? Yes. Okay. So if you accomplish that goal, fantastic. Yeah. But if you are of a certain age and you're single and you've been trying things and it hasn't been working and you've been trying them for many years, so you're doing something wrong, probably mm-hmm. most likely. Mm-hmm. So then there is some sort of guiding principles or rules or tips or tricks or yeah. formulas or whatever. I think to, strategy or strategy. There should sure. always be open to Everything things. in life 
has some type of strategy that you can use towards it or any goal you're trying to accomplish. So I do agree that there are specific strategies you could follow within dating, but like you said, there's no guarantees ever. Well, and people aren't a monolith either. Like, you know, men, men are not all the same. Mm-hmm. And women are not all the same. I think that like yeah. to speak in broad generalities isn't really fair either, you know? But I think there are generalities. Yeah. I, I think, think that rules. most women want a specific kind of guy and most men want a specific kind of woman. Yeah. Like, Generally speaking, there's exceptions. There always is to yeah. all rules, but just a way to go about life. Like how do you navigate, how does anyone navigate life successfully if they don't have guidelines, principles, or rules, then they're just in chaos and they can't figure anything out. So you need something. That's like faith. Like, you know, I'm Catholic. So I use my religion to help guide me in a lot of areas of life. And I, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on that here, but I'm just saying like, I agree. Like it, you know, that can look differently for different people. For me, I look to guidelines from my faith to guide decisions that I make in life. Is that, how does that work specifically? Um, I mean, especially when I'm in like doubt, um, I lean on guidance from, you know, people that are stronger in their faith than I am, like my mom or my aunt. Um, I, you know, personally can look to the Bible, different passages. Um, I go to mass to help get centered. Um, so that's me personally. Um, I find that very helpful and, you know, I'm not saying that that's an area I'm growing in. I will say, you know, I'm not perfect in that, but I'm growing and learning through that part of my life as well. And I would like for my partner to also be growing in that area. Cool. I think that builds a good foundation, you know, if you um, have some kind of guidelines to follow. Elena, I think might disagree with that. No, I think there are some, you know, ideas and guidelines. Those are your principles or your character as well that guide you on that journey. I'm just saying there's no formula. Yeah. I don't think. Everyone's different. Yeah. You just have to meet your match too. I think most people are the same. I mean, all you ladies seem pretty similar. <laughs> what is, what is like a, can you give me an example of the type of guidance? Like what is a guiding principle for that you're advocating for? Ask me that again, but like be more specific. Like I have a billion of them. Okay. Like what's foundational? Like the top two. Uh, here, let's, let's uh, I'll give you one. Well, let's go more to like, let's pick something like online dating or approaching a woman approaching or approaching vetting a for a woman or maybe vetting for a woman. That's because I mean, I, can, I don't really have like a top two per okay. se. Like these In are the, the two things vetting category. Actually, hold on. I think I do have a two, two rules. Um, yeah, actually, you know, I will answer that question. Um, for men specifically, mm-hmm. so this is also different from what they have to do versus what women have to do. Okay. So broadly speaking, men need a lot of volume. So they need to do certain things to get a lot of volume. And then from, so that's like the first thing. Okay. And then the second thing that is the most important is through that volume is filter for what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So specifically guys should be approaching a lot of women and swiping a lot mm-hmm. and then doing the things necessary within those mm-hmm. to get more matches and mm-hmm. dates and get more dates from approaching. Mm-hmm. 
So guys have to work a lot on volume. That would be the I number one principle. Okay. If, if a guy yeah. said, you can only give me one piece of dating advice and I can't listen to anything mm -hmm. else, I'd say, talk to a lot of women, swipe on a lot of women and create more opportunities to talk to okay. women. Because guys naturally don't do that and don't have as many opportunities as a woman does. So that okay. would be a, a guiding principle. Okay. And honestly, I see that a lot. Sorry. Yeah, Dan, Dan, real yeah, quick, Dan. Yeah. So what's worked for me that. is to cultivate masculine energy, just like as a base. So <laughs> sorry, I'm like, yes. <laughs> like I'm an actor and I've got a lot of very progressive friends and I have a lot of conservative friends. And I found across the board, even my like very liberal guy friends that are successful with women that profess kind of those more progressive ideals are still very masculine in their relationship. And so even though it's kind of like they're saying one thing and doing another, but so what I, does that look like too? Cause the word masculine and feminine while they, every, they, like, they do, it does make sense in terms of like polarization yeah. and what gets two people together. But what does masculine look like? Well, okay. I'll give you an example because it's right on the top of my head. Like, have you ever seen that podcast girls gone Bible? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. They're so, oh gosh, they're, so pretty. So, they're so right. They're I love them. Just gorgeous. Yeah, right? they're beautiful. And uh, one of them, I, I saw like a post or something. She had a bow in her hair. So <laughs> feminine. It's so cute. Super hot. You <laughs> <Ooh>. know, <laughs> it's a very attractive, it's a very feminine thing. So like that's cultivating feminine energy, right? Like I, th I think the feminine puts a lot of time into like taking care of themselves. Um, kind of just like, yeah, just self-care is like very big for the feminine, I think. Investing a lot in their body. And for the masculine, like cultivating masculine for me, like I've boxed, uh, I lift weights, I go to the gym, I work out. Um, I'm in a men's group on Monday nights. So like I have a lot of accountability with uh, other men. Um, David, <laughs> David. Just go and look, go and look, go stand alcohol. outside and look yeah. confused. <laughs> Sounds like a cult. But um, David Dida, I don't, have you ever read The Way the Superior Man? Yep. So David he Dida, says, yeah. if you're going to cultivate masculine energy, you either need to do that through intentional isolation or through brotherhood. Or it's not both. Yeah, well, yeah, both. But sometimes you need to either go. Either or work is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So like either, you know, you need to go and like climb that mountain or like kill the dragon or whatever yeah. it is in your life that <laughs> well, you need to do. Own. Yeah, that's, but yeah, that's yeah. Other times you need to be held like in brotherhood so you can have that competition, that accountability. Um, like, honestly, I think a lot of things that come up in that group is like problems that you're not ready to tell your significant other about, you know, there's, no guarantees in life, but if you do things a certain way that has worked for others in the past, it gives you a better chance, a much better chance, I think is the point. Agree. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. reasonable. That's, that's where I come from. But I think that's where, I think that's where things are difficult now though, because we have such disruptive technology mm -hmm. and we have such a disruptive, um, like, uh, media sphere where TikTok and thing, the way that things trend and the way that thing, the way the, the rate at which information moves and the way that we interact now with, with the introduction of apps and the amount of people that are introduced to your like potential 
you know, could be potential mates is now, you know, it's not just, um, you know, the people in your six square blocks, it's people that are, you know, a hundred mile radius or whatever you're, whatever you're set to 25 miles, 20 miles, what have you. The whole um, world, the really. whole world. If you yeah. can, if you're on Instagram, if you're so using Instagram as a dating app, long distance relationships. Yeah. If, if, yeah. I don't know if there's any data on this, but I guarantee you that the amount has increased over oh, the I'm past sure. have no idea 20 how years. many pilots I've seen that they're like thousands of miles away and they're still trying to date even though yeah. they're flying to different places. That's tough. And I think that the modern definitions, I think you bring up a good point um, about masculine and feminine energy. I think there's like kind of a struggle to define right now what that means. And I think for a lot of men, They've been told that masculinity is toxic um, yeah. and that they've been sort of repudiated for, for, you know, what's considered toxically masculine. And I think there's positive masculinity. There's, there's toxic femininity, right? There's, there's all aspects of, the, of, of that uh, spectrum that are both good and bad. And I think that, like, that definition's been sort of, those, those things have been polluted by, again, the way that we receive media now, the way that we're getting things. And I do think that does add a layer of difficulty where previous generations didn't have that. They didn't have people that would, you know, sort of give you a, uh, an opinion that is, that now colors your world. And you're like, Oh my God, I, you know, I, it caught me at this perfect time because the algorithm knows that I'm engaging with content that is, negative or making me, you know, reinforcing negative things that, that I'm feeling right now or whomever, you know, or, or positive things, whatever. But either way, you're getting fed content based off of that engagement. And never before in human history have we had to contend with that while also, and this is also historically relevant, like we have never as a culture, um, dating for love is new. Like, especially you know, now that we, there is an ability for like women to have their own things and, and do stuff like, so there's, there's this new space that we're all in. Like, and I just, I think it's, it is, it is confusing and hard to navigate, but I, I think that like, you know, trip, you do a great job, man. I mean, like I, I know about this because I, I follow you and I've texted you before and thanked you for like advice. And so like, Hey man, like I had this thing happen. Thank you very much. Never expecting a reply back, but we have to try to be kinder to each other while we're all navigating this yeah. very, yeah. very new space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is, it is hard. And a lot of guys get, you know, rejection for them is universal. If one woman rejects them, the whole world, it feels like the whole world has rejected them. And I feel like that's a very There's difficult a, a line from Jordan Peter. Jordan, you know Jordan Peterson? Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar. He talked about I, that. Like, he, he said, he was talking about why it's so crushing for a, a young man to be rejected by a woman because she's essentially saying, your genetics should not go into the next generation. <laughs> you that's know? Like, oh, I actually had a woman say that to me once. No, I'm just joking. But it's like, <laughs> it's not what she's actually <laughs> saying. That was but a, like, the kind of like subtext of it is like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you should you be able to, you you're not procreating with me, right? So I do feel about people being kinder to each other yeah. is somewhat in conflict to a point, right? With the volume mm-hmm. recommendation. 
I agree. I think you do need to go on dates. You do need to meet people so that you can develop an, an understanding of what you want and what works for you and get kind of a like understanding of what's out there and what's available to you. But at a certain point, I don't know if it becomes an addiction or it mm-hmm. becomes very transactional to people and they don't see you as a person anymore. And they're just, you know, it's just, there's someone next there's someone next. And then you don't, really take the time to like truly get to know somebody. It's just kind of like a on to the next. The grass is always greener mentality. And I think that could be dangerous as well because it's this illusion of choice. Like people say, Oh, but you're a girl. Like people's, you know, someone's always going to be interested in you or buy you a drink. That may be true. I might have people who want to date me, but I'm less concerned about attention and I'm more concerned about quality and looking at this person's yes, quality. Is, is yeah. it really gonna, you know, I think it's really hard to find a handful of people that are right for you at once. So that's what a woman would say, but a man would never say what you just said because a man's having a different experience than a woman. Yeah. Okay. So with women, there becomes a paradox of choice because you can get a lot of men. You could sleep with a man in less than a minute if you really wanted to. Mm -hmm. And you can get a date with most men if you really wanted to in under a minute as well. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. So then it becomes a paradox of choice and becomes a little bit more of addiction. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, men, unless they're in the top like 5% or 10%, they'll have a similar experience to an average woman and above. Mm -hmm. But most men are they don't have the paradox of choice. It's it. You might think that because you're having that experience or because we can swipe a lot, Mm -hmm. but men aren't having that because it still takes us. I mean, look right here. You heard it right here. Online dating sucks. The only reason why he said that is because he wasn't getting results. Mm -hmm. So now he's forced to go out and meet women in person Mm -hmm. where a woman doesn't even have to think twice about that. Mm -hmm. So for men, there are, there aren't as many options. Hence why I'm always saying volume. Mm -hmm. Of course it can to your point, can become an addiction for sure. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you really learn and you know what you're doing as a guy and start to get a lot of dates, sleep with a lot of women, yeah. you're like, oh man, I got this. And, and it can go down that road. But, mm-hmm. um, but the average man isn't, isn't experiencing that. Mm-hmm. Trip, can you, can I take, can I give you a question? <laughs> yep. Do you think uh, people are treated more disposably now on both sides yes. of the spectrum? <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Like, I, that's why I learned to become a little more picky because I agree, but I like to feed off of what she says because now I kind of see more guys just swiping and swiping it's and swiping. Well, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, a little I mean, sad. We don't, that way, we yeah. don't. I mean, we don't get dates though. Like, very well, rarely. I mean, I gotta admit, I got many trust issues, and a lot of these guys are just <laughs> swipers, players, and that's where I learned to be a little more picky. But like no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But, you got to go the opposite. Well, the you being problem, more picky is actually making it worse. Probably. You have but, to be less picky. But in my experience, because the more picky you are, what kind of guy do you think you're going to attract? Oh, trust me. My problem. Any maybe woman was, can answer I this used, question. What I don't even want to say. I was what kind of easy, guy do you think but, you can attract if you're going for if you're being more picky? Think about it. Well, it's only because a guy who I, has a lot of options, you're being really picky. So you probably want a top tier man. And this man has a lot of options. We kind of just talked about this. So what is he going to do with you? Well, I most mean, likely, what, it, what will he do with you? 
In what sense? Uh, I don't know how to explain this. Um, be picky. Well, if he has, how is he going to treat you? How is he treated as? How is he going to treat you? Like if you're, well, if he has a lot of options, like you would I'm, be like I'm valued because from my experience. No, you're not. You're not valued. Well, that's the problem. Just, like I'm looking for you're, that you're, value. You're 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 not valued because at that point you're now experiencing what the average guy is experiencing because the average guy is also not valued. And I try to look for someone who actually in especially their bio is saying that they're looking for something or someone more genuine. So I took that time now what in a sense of being more picky is not just swiping through the uh, photo or but especially reading through their uh, bio and what they're looking for. I don't don't think you're being picky. I think you're vetting. How are you vetting? Well, because swiping was so easy and in from what I notice, a lot of guys who swipe a lot go out or in a sense, go out with a lot of girls. And I learned that a lot of these That's guys. That's so interesting. That's so interesting well, that you're lot. having that experience where you're meeting men that are going out with a lot of girls. Yeah. So I can I ask a question that, a that might. Wait, uh, you're oh, sorry. Say yeah, that again. So what was the last thing you just said? Well, well, the fact that a lot of guys that I'm seeing have been going out with a lot of girls. Exactly. Why do you think that they're going out? How are the, what's specific to that guy that he's able to go out with a lot of girls? They're probably better looking or have more value. Well, but like what's your height? Right. Well, what's your height filter on the app? We're going to get weird filter. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I need to go back and look at it. Cause um, it's six. uh, Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go. Don't try to bleed. Coy. Mine is not. Is it not? And I'm five six. <sighs> okay, we're heels. Yeah, I think five ten. Yeah, and I, I agree for me with because that. I'm five six and I wear heels. Right. Yeah. We would never, but you, I would never show up in your feed though, because I'm my. How tall are you? Uh, I have well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with my with my Doc Martens on. Um, I was gonna say so those docs. They are. Love. They are docs. Thank you. Um, no, but uh, I have. Five eight in my profile, and I know that that's probably like a not cool thing to say. That Is like that I'm I'm really five are? six. Okay, but I have five eight in my profile because I wear genius. You know, my you should be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. You should be doing that because I realized that I was getting filtered out. I was getting shown not great options uh, to match with, and now that it's like I get, I'm at you know I see a little bit better now, but. I could, I realize too, that I'm also being filtered out quite a bit. And I actually have a friend that lives on my floor in my building. Really cool guy. He is the same height as me. He puts 5'11". In his profile, but I also and shows feel up. like you kind of judged a little bit prematurely. Oh, did I judge? Because my last guy that I dated was five seven. That's cool. So, like, but how did you meet him though? Through friends. Okay. It was not on the naturally. Apps. Okay, it so was, right, so naturally, yeah. social yeah. circle. So he but that's yeah. just it, right? Is it's like you, weird? Yeah. But see, that's what's weird about the apps is like you have that choice to filter. So then you're like, well, you're okay, designing I guess an I'm, ideal. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I just. Whereas it's like you could meet someone that is. I don't love that. Like judging the photo, judging. That's where I'm becoming. Wait, wait, hold on. Maybe we're in a learning lesson here. Then don't. It's a. Then go down to then go down to five six. 
Yeah, but go it didn't to, work out go. with that person, so I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's not fair. I mean, that's not fair to say either. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm like, kidding. Oh, I know. I know. But I mean, like, <laughs> we're all we're all doing it, and we're all engaging in going into these apps and designing a perfect ideal of what someone could be. And you, in socials, like when you're meeting someone through friends or like in social, like in a social circle or whatever, which is my preference. at work, yeah. you know, anything like that, you're seeing someone in a different capacity. You're going, absolutely. Oh wow. This yeah. person has all these really great qualities. And I really don't notice these other things. And no, I think that's I, where there's yeah, a, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. No, I get, I I'm a very, I'm super long winded. <laughs> no, no, like, you're good, you're good. like, like just like wave at me. And be no, like, no, no, no. I, like, yeah, I, shut up. I want to go to uh, Elena for a second. So what's, are you dating anybody? No. What's your, are you trying to date somebody? Not at the moment. I'll come. I was abroad. I just came back. I'm just kind of chilling for a second and just downtime. What were you doing abroad? I was working and living abroad and traveling. And dating there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what's the break for? Uh, it's not really a break. I just haven't been going out as much. I haven't been on the apps. I'm just kind of not thinking about it. I feel like it was a uh, busy six months in Europe and I'm just kind of reflecting on what I learned dating abroad and how that changed some of my preferences. What preferences changed? I think I prefer now to meet people um, doing things that I enjoy. So I also tried the apps over there and I'm not doing them here because I just had much better experiences meeting people, um, being out and about. So I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? We'll see how that goes. I'm not going to say no to the apps forever, but for now, the times that I've used apps here versus in Europe, I just think I find better quality, experiences when I can connect with someone and kind of feel out their energy, even if it doesn't go anywhere or, you know, it doesn't form into a relationship. I just leave feeling more fulfilled and like I've, I don't know, enjoyed the person more. So if you, do you have any questions? Like if you say there was a a magic crystal ball that can give you an answer Uh And you to any question you had about helping to help you with dating, what would that question be? Oh man. To help me with dating. Yeah. Or do, or unless you think you have it all figured no, out. No, I don't think I have it all figured out. I would always be open for to recommendations on, I guess, how to meet people more authentically um, being out and about. I mean, I do in real life yeah. in real life. I think because it's winter now and I don't drink as much. And so the things that I like to do are usually be outdoors, hiking, riding my bike, swimming, traveling, exploring new places. Um, do you, it's interesting. Um, people really complain a lot about online dating. Do we just think that only shitty people use online dating. I don't, I'm not complaining. I actually, I actually really enjoyed my experiences online dating. Why not try that now? I wouldn't say I really enjoyed them. I just feel like it became a little bit exhausting 
And That's what it is. It's a lot of time. It's a lot, it's of, time a lot of time and energy. And yeah. then when I meet somebody in person, which part is time consuming and enter going on dates with those the, people, yeah. all of it and the vetting, the yeah. reading, the yeah, bios, like, we like you, options, like you said, but... we have the paradox of choice. So we're filtering from a pool to try to get to this pool. And that takes a lot of time and effort if you are vetting you're literally reading the bios looking the photo you're not meant to vet 50 people at a time yeah i agree that's exactly in real life not that i'm not that i'm against meeting people in person because i i preach this all the time i mean dan and i went out for eight hours and did exactly that last i love that (laughs) um but wouldn't you think that you'd have to be really lucky to try to do it in the method that you were thinking of, okay, I'm going to do the things that I like to do and enjoy just in the specific times of the year. Mm-hmm. And then hope that there's a guy there that then I still have to vet. Uh, really lucky. I think you have to be lucky in online dating too. I think it's been kind of the same. It just feels less depleting when it's someone that I've already met in person. So I'm excited. I already know what to expect. Whereas online dating, you might be excited, but then you go and it's not what you expected or the energy isn't there or the compatibility isn't there. And I honestly never want to be disrespectful on a date unless someone is making me feel really uncomfortable or is being really rude. Then of course I'll leave. But in general, if someone took the energy to take me out and I already know that we're not compatible, I'm going to give 110%. I'm going to make sure that that guy feels appreciated and that we had a good time. So at least it was a positive experience for both of us. And that does take a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah I exhausting. give every date a hundred percent, even yeah. if I'm a little unsure, but I'm like, okay, we're both here. He made the plan, took the time. And that is, that can be tiring if you're doing that at a higher volume. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I mean, we've both been trying to meet people more in real life and not even just for dating. I, in general, I'm expanding my network overall. I mean, that's why I'm here. I'm here. Cause I was like, I'll meet some new people who knows who could even be in the comments. Like I think like exposure and getting yourself out of the house. Where's is Scotty huge. when you need him? <laughs> Who's that? Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Do not worry about it. But Like, you know, I work from home. So if I don't put the effort into getting out of the house, I will never meet anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to get out of the house. I have to go to a happy hour, I have to go network. I have to go do this to be able to meet new people outside of the dating apps, of course. And to enjoy just, my life. Yeah, and to enjoy yeah. life. Right. You're talking yeah, about yeah, top tier men. I also 100%. like no, to be absolutely not. top tier woman, right? Like I want to have a fulfilled life and I want to be happy as much as I can be. Like, it's not that I'm happy to not have a partner, but you cannot be, um, you know, you cannot be an unhappy person and then find a partner and they're going to make you happy. Well, you can sit and you can ruminate. It's really easy yeah. to do, especially now yeah. this time of year in January, February, like March, it's the doldrums of winter. Yeah. And if you don't actively try to enrich your life and do fun things or do things that you enjoy like now, yeah, you know, then it's like you're setting yourself up for summer. Like I, right now I kind of like my new year's resolution was to, give tennis a try again. Like I'm taking tennis lessons. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to learn to play uh, the bass guitar. I suck at it, but it's fun. (laughs) And it's like the first step being like a lady. Yeah. Yeah. On the bass. Totally. (laughs) That won't work. That will not work. Uh, You know what I want to do? 
I want to do this. I'm not now, but in the future, I want to, I'm, I want to see how women swipe. Oh God. Cause then, oh, and then I would have God. more like to say, share, like, like I can assume a lot of things. Like I'm assuming the way you guys are swiping, but to really see it, even then, I don't know. Cause I've seen those videos, but it depends where you what, are what in are life. It depends why you're dating. Yeah. Cause some people are fresh out of a breakup and they're dating for fun. They wanted whatever. So they didn't just get laid. Well, I'm not speaking for those people, but (laughs) well, I mean, either dating to get laid or dating to, or maybe they're feeling it out. Like like, where you are in your single journey. Right. Like, so me swiping newly singles, probably a little bit different than like me swiping right now with a little bit more of a serious attitude. But I think that's a cool. Well, I'd want to, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a fair experiment because I think that we would get, I don't know if we would get the real swiping, like how a person swipes at home alone versus thousands of people are watching them swipe. Who was swiping through? I think it was Tinder. I, I'll take. I watched a couple of her videos. This was all her, her page, and so I don't think she was performing at all. I think this is just like genuinely, this is what she was doing, and like it was fascinating to watch because. What what, what happened? Well, she would go for these guys that had very polarizing profiles, right? Interesting. Like the one I remember specifically was a married guy who had pictures with his like wife and kids. And I think they were in an open relationship or something like that. And she says, that's disgusting. And she swipes right. What? Was this comedy? No, this is legit. Oh, I did see, because I saw a joke like that where this guy's like, like she was into um, that. Like he was like, it's all like the yeah. typical lines. And he's like, oh, if you don't deserve me at my best or whatever. And he's like, ugh. And he's like, all right, swipe right. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, cause he's looking at all like the typical pro- Cause like, there's a lot of the prompts that are like the, the same, like that you'll see like these very low effort profiles that yeah. are like the same, like answers over and over and I over. I look and for over. effort. Yeah. First and That's foremost. I like to effort. look through yeah. the yeah. bio. Yeah. To, okay. To sum it up a little bit, men have a profile creation issue and yeah. women have a swiping issue. That's it right there. Yeah. So men would do better if they did more profile work because that would get them more options. Women are, they have plenty of options, but they're swiping incorrectly because they're ending up with the wrong men consistently and spending years and years trying to find guys who are online thoughts. Well, I mean like, I, I but your match queue fills up yeah, though, right? Yeah. And yeah, like, exactly. So they know, have right. a swiping or a vetting That's issue. That's how you miss a lot of good guys. Yeah, too, it though. can happen, but yeah. I, I have had a really good issue. I have had really good experiences from dating apps. I do want to say that I've gone out with some great guys. If you're listening. You were awesome. You know who you are. Like <laughs> I have had great experiences. So I do want to put that out there because I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think for women, it is just, it's very time consuming. So it's almost feels like another job is, I but agree. I'm sure for men too. I'm sure. I'm just saying from my perspective, it feels like another job. And I think it's almost. why we get, like, I mean, that's, men, but we'll isn't get. that anything it's, in no, life? I know, right? I know. And, and that's fair. I'm just saying like, cause you were kind of asking like, is it a swiping issue? I think it's the time it's a, time-consuming thing, I think which is difficult. Do. And it is what it is. You have to invest time to reach your goals. You have to develop a attractive social lifestyle and then supplement with the dating apps. Yeah. Like I noticed like mm-hmm, a big mm-hmm. thing with guys, That's a great point. 
This yeah, has been my true. experience in the past too. Like, you're like, oh, I want to get a girlfriend. So the, everybody's like, oh, you got to get it from the dating app or whatever. So you got to have a great profile. Why do you get a great profile? I might have sucky pictures. So you, <laughs> you spend all this time and energy trying to get these great pictures. And then maybe you get like a decent profile, but you're like, your actual normal real life kind of still sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, it's that's like, a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. The reason you don't have good pictures is because your yeah. life sucks. You yes, know? get out of the house. Yeah, it's 100% <laughs> yeah. the case. Well, you got to yeah. represent yourself have to hobbies. be relatively authentic. Yeah. So here, How do you here, feel about some, being like... Some, hold on, oh, here's some ahead, advice. Yeah. So yeah. I've actually directed guys to work with a professional photographer, <laughs> get a couple of headshots, couple of just like full body shots, have some of these pictures, just do some of their hobbies. That was probably a three hour little excursion to get all these pictures and it drastically increased their amount yeah. of yeah. effort. So you actually don't need to, mm. I agree that a guy should do that anyways, but for online dating, it actually isn't, isn't necessary. Um, real quick. I want to go to someone, Bakarani, his name is, he has been waiting for a very long time to get his question <laughs> oh. answered and he's here and I want to see if we can all give him some thoughts on his question. Hey man, thanks for uh, being patient. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How you doing? Doing great. So why don't you tell us name, age, and where you're calling in from, and then we can have you ask your question. Hey, I'm Matt Ray. Um, I'm 29, turning 30 this year, so I'm getting pretty old if I had to be honest. <laughs> you're young, you're young. <laughs> thank you. I'm calling from here, that's Toronto. Awesome. Okay, what is your question and uh, we'll, we'll see if the panel can give some thoughts. Yeah, so my question is, um, I'd love to know, like, as I'm dating a girl, uh, as I transition from the early stages over to, like, the, um, the, over into, like, the longer stages of dating, how should my approach uh, change and evolve as I progress in dating? And so what I mean by this is that I think early on, you know, like I've seen, I've like watched advice from people tell me to be more calculated, more reserved, um, you know, try to let the girl chase a bit more, not reveal my cards too much. Uh, but as I, as I go into the um, longer stages of dating, is it okay for me to let my guards down and to kind of show my lovey-dovey side or should I be a bit more reserved in that sense? So I, Let's get more specific. Where in the dating? Are you talking about like a third date? Are you talking about six months, three months? Like where, at what point is this transition that you're referring to? Let's go um, past the six month mark. So it's been pretty clear that there's attraction between the both of us. Is she your girlfriend? Uh, no labels or anything, but I guess I would consider this, yes. How often do you see her? Uh, about like once every one to two weeks, depending on our schedules. Okay. Uh, let's go to the panel. Start with you. What do you think? What's your opinion? I think you should be yourself. You know, you mentioned, should I be like lovey dovey or like hold my cards close to my chest? I think you need to let this woman know who you are so that she has the criteria on which to decide to continue to pursue a relationship with you or not. I think it's in your best interest to be who you are. And, um, you know, that will ultimately ensure that you find someone who appreciates you rather than changing or playing games. 
um, because you're just delaying. You know, if she likes this version of you that you've been thus far, but that's not who you really are, the real you is going to come out at some point. And that's going to hurt even more because even more time has been invested if that's not who she appreciates. Um, But I also would recommend if it's been six months, I think it's totally fine to have some, you know, expectations of whether or not you all are a couple, you know, six months is a pretty, you know, that's a pretty hefty sum of time that you've spent with each other. So I think it's within reason to establish whether or not she's your girlfriend and make it clear that that's what you would like. If that is what you would like. Who else has thoughts? I agree. I, my question was like, what do you agree with? Why is she not your girlfriend? Like if you've been dating for six months, like, is that something that you're holding off on? She, she's being unclear. Like, I guess I just don't have the context there. Um, but I also, she is my girlfriend. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, congrats. That's exciting. Um, clearly it's working. So if she's your (laughs) girlfriend and then I feel like, you know, bit by bit, show her more of that, you know, lovey dovey side when we all were sitting here being like, Oh, when you were asking that, like, (laughs) it's cute. That's what a girl wants. Yeah. We want to be adored and loved and cherished. So Bakarani, I want to get even more specific. What do you mean by show lovey dovey show more of yourself like what what are you specifically saying that you should or should not do because i'm confused it's a little vague to me gotcha yeah Uh, so this question comes from the back so that i've seen stuff like youtubers talk about advice about how i should not show a girl that i care for her too much (laughs) my cards too much so things like just like over texting or mm. texting too frequently yeah. or just saying cute stuff to her over text. Got it. What have you been doing? What have you been doing so far? Can you ask it again? Yeah. What have you been doing up to this point? Uh, I've been like, you know, like I, I've been um, trying to like not overdo the, the emojis over text, uh, but still like trying to be caring and loving during text and you know, showing her that I care for her. But I'm trying to do it in a way where uh, it's 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 a bit less than what she's currently uh, offering in terms of texting and mm. I guess like Ooh. emotions and, and emojis and all that stuff. So I'm not too sure if I should try and maintain that balance all the time, even throughout marriage, or if it's okay for me to you know like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll dive more into this in a bit, but I know. here's yeah. one, here's one piece of advice. If it ain't broke, don't I fix it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's, it doesn't sound, he's kind of wavering on whether yeah. or not this relationship mm-hmm. is progressing. Like to is, me, is that like, true? is that true? I think it's progressing and I just, no, I think it is progressing. Yeah. I, I just don't want it to blow up or, or like, you know, yeah, he, it sounds like you want it to keep going how it's going. You want it to keep doing what it's doing. Are you scared yeah. to express love to this woman? Like, are you scared that if you show her your feelings that she's going to go cold or something? 
Potentially, right? Um, I think he's afraid of, of, he's probably afraid of losing her. Yeah, I'd yeah. say start slow and see her reaction yeah. if she feeds off of it. Because obviously it shows like you're questioning. You want to grow. You can't grow if you don't try or if you don't like do anything more. If you're already talking about emo- like emojis, start with one. See if she feeds off of it. If she'll also send emoji. Um, I don't even if it's it seems like you're holding back mm-hmm. and yeah, sure. If you want to stay with her and fear of losing her, you're still not being your authentic self. Yeah. So if it's going to be the same all the time and you're still scared of showing who you are and what you want, it'll keep going. But will you be happy? Will you want more? I feel like that's a conversation within six months that it's fair to say you want more or anything. Because when you started saying off, we were questioning are you in a relationship with this girl? If it's six months, that's fair. You're still trying it out, but still seeing her maybe once every once or other week. I mean, granted, it doesn't seem like that's too much investments. Maybe you could start a little more seeing if you have more time. Maybe even if it's a pop in on a weekend, it doesn't seem like it's too much invested. And if you want more to try it out. I've always been of the mind too. I agree. Cause it's like, I think that, you know, vulnerability takes a lot of courage, man. And, um, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and really find out where you stand. And that's scary. But I mean, if you were, you know, watching a movie and the hero of the story is like, Hey, should I tell this girl how I feel? What would you tell that hero? You tell him, dude, you've got to tell her how you feel you've got. Cause you want to, you want to progress it. You want to, you want to grow. You want to express mm-hmm. these big feelings that you're having, bro. And, um, yeah. I think like, you know, at six months, it is scary because you're getting, you're getting some of your needs met, but it doesn't sound like you're getting all of your needs met. And it sounds like you have a big heart and you want to tell this girl that you love her. And um, not to say that you need to go and have a John Cusack moment in the rain and like <laughs> stand on her up. front porch and <laughs> oh, yeah, hold, the, hold the boom box up. You know what I mean? But like, I think that you could... Um, I think you could start playing with opening up and I think that, you know, stoicism has its place, bro. I think, I think that there is value there in the beginning stages of kind of playing, being a little reserved and feeling things out and finding out who she is and whether or not she's a good fit for you. Um, But I, it sounds like you feel like she is. And if you feel that way, I would encourage you to be vulnerable where appropriate, where it's, but, and, and, but just, you know, don't be overwhelming obviously, but you know, I, I, I'd encourage you to be vulnerable, man. Have courage. I appreciate everyone's comments and advice and Bakarani. I really hate to confuse you here, but I wouldn't listen to any of that. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's the blind. I didn't say anything. So. <laughs> Dan didn't talk yet. Well, whoever did. Um, okay. So here, here, here's my thought. <laughs> You're all listen to well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sentimental, I guess. Okay, Can I take think. a stab at it? Um, sure. Yeah. So what I would do is like two of the most attractive things for a woman or just any person is the ability to cultivate presence. So to be present in the moment, women find that super attractive. And two, kind of going off what Mike said, like you have to, like the ability to express yourself unabashedly is either going to be a huge turn on for a girl or a huge turn off. 
And in fact, it's better to turn a girl off than it is to make her not feel anything at all because you can kind of swing that energy the other way. So like there's been experiences I've had where I've said something. I remember at a bar one time I said something to a girl like politically, we're just like diametrically opposed. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to go in. I just like, uh, she said something and she's like, would you do this with our kids? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not going to put up with that at all. And she was like, oh my God. And then like 10 minutes later, she's back talking to me, you know, because it was interesting. It was provocative. And <laughs> Gets the people you're going. like, yeah. <laughs> so you got to stick to your truth because it's, it's really hard to keep up that facade of like, and, and walk on eggshells. Am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? You just got to really tap into what's true for you. Yeah. And, uh, but sometimes what's true for you doesn't work. How many men have confessed their undying love and been super needy with women only to well, have been the exact truth? And the woman's like, uh, yeah, but then they learn that they go. were needy. At that point, you got to yes. read the relationship. Well, but that's still being themselves. So, okay. Bakarani, <laughs> just to, just to keep moving forward here. My advice is back to my first comment. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So whatever you're doing is working for a reason. There is a problem though here is if you overanalyze this too much, then you will come off too concerned and too worried. And that, so that's another element that might come off in your interactions with her. So it's a very fine line. Like if you try too hard, she might see that. I don't think that's a problem. I think just, you should just know that, but it is true. And some people are saying this in the chat. Women don't want to be chased. They generally want to do the chasing. So saying. Oh, who's saying that? Man or female? <laughs> it's, just, it's just. Women won't say that. It's just what that is what chase. happens. It, there's degrees. I mean, if the guy is like really. I mean, well, it's funny because even sometimes when the guy is like super avoidant, the girl chases him even harder depending on what's going on with them. But for you, Bakarani, <laughs> if you start saying, I love you and you start texting her every single morning and you're doing more text messaging, chances are she might start getting pushed away. And then if she doesn't in the beginning, you might just do it more and more. And then she's going to see this neediness. Women are unattracted to neediness. I would agree with that. Are you agree? Do you agree I that neediness. women? Neediness is different though than pursuit. Yeah. I want to be pursued. And that's, but that's, that's, but that's done. Is different. Yeah. Right. So the, hold on. So the pursuit, the pursuit, the pursuit yeah. is happening. Like it's back currently, around. Yes, like currently yeah. it's already happening. They're, you're going, you're, like you're seeing growing. each other. Um, I, I kind of agree. I'll get to that in a second too. But if you start showing more and more of that, I'm not saying that it's a guarantee, but it's a heavy risk that she's, there always has to be a little bit of that mystery and a little bit of that chase that has to happen through long relationships into marriages. There's, there've been books written on this too. When there's, when you know so much about the person's feelings and desires and you know everything about them, the mystery dies and the desire starts to die. 
They so, tell the women the same thing, though. So oh, they we, tell us to be mysterious. Like, to, we're always told it's, like, the feminine mystique. To back mystique off and if like, he's yeah. not doing mm-hmm. this. That's so funny because guys, I mean, off. they don't give a shit about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's funny. You kind of it's harder for guys. Like we don't, we don't have access. We don't have easy access to women. Like women have easy access to men. So I don't know. Do you, can you guys speak to that? Do you like when a woman's mysterious and when like she doesn't text back right away, you're kind of like, Jesus, this can, this game get any harder. Yeah. Like when someone's like, when a woman's aloof to me, I'm like, I, you know, I, I, you're not interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bakarani, um, I would keep doing what you're doing, but there, there were some other points here said here and also in the chat about the fact that yeah, six months and she's not your girlfriend. I would, I would seal that. Seal the deal. Yeah. I would Just start slow. But I've heard some like um, YouTubers say that the guy should not bring up that conversation. I know I've heard. I, I've heard that too. And I'll, I'll be honest, I waver back and forth, but if gun to the head, I would tell you just nail it down. I mean, yeah. if you're at the point where yeah. you're six months in or more and you ask her to be your girlfriend and that is so vulnerable and beta that it pushes her away, you never had her. Yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I agree. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. That, that is the I one agree with that. She no. has to. I know I will not ask been, a guy to be a boyfriend. I have been asked every I mean, time. Yeah. I and, and I've asked. been in multiple yeah. relationships and I've asked every time. And yeah. I'm the one also who ended up breaking up with them. So it's not like, oh, I wish I would have, you know, waited that long. Like, I think you need to, you need to, you know, get that in there. And it's also the way you bring it up. Right. It's the way that you say it. I love you. I don't want you to be with anyone else. I want you to be mine. Like that's not the best way to go about that. But if you're saying, Hey, I want to be exclusive. I think that's actually a very yeah. dominant trait. I think that's a very, I, a very masculine trait. So like to, to be moving. <laughs> the relationship yeah. So anyway, does that help at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, you thanks for coming in. Good luck, buddy. Slow, and thanks for uh, for being patient, man. He just seems so cute. Yeah. So we got. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what advice he'll take. We'll we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, we need a. We'll see, Bakarani. Let us let us know, uh, Bakarani. Let us know in a couple of weeks when we do uh, another live here. Um, all right, we've got someone else who has a cold approach question. So we're going to bring him on as well. I've been doing this a lot lately. This I was going to say, I think cold guys, James. you guys will have good insight. What's up, James? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Sure. How are you doing, man? I'm good. What's your name, age? Well, your name is James. What's your age and where are you from? My name is James. Uh, my age is 29. I am also from Toronto. I knew you were going to say Canadian. I can hear that accent. Okay. So what's your question? Yeah, so. I honestly just want your opinion on an honesty trip because I know you're in a baby wheelchair. And I actually want that for opinion on this. Okay, hit me with it. Um, so I've been going on a lot of days lately. Colorbrooks has been amazing lately. Um, I've been working on all my sticking points, my voice, my eye contact, my uh, posture, everything. Everything's been amazing. I've been leading the conversation. I've been being more dominant like, in my interactions, in my, uh, my mannerisms, my uh, body, everything. Everything's been fucking amazing. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Confidence. Right? But it's about getting more. It's about having sex with a girl more often. 
right? So I don't know with the mindset that I have. Like I'm going on dates, I'm going on second dates, I'm going on first dates. I just need to know how to close the deal on dates. And I don't live on my own. I have my own parents. There you go. That's it. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, that's it. I'm going to say something so disgustingly obvious, but a lot of guys don't think about this. So you want to get laid. You're trying to have sex with these girls that you're dating. Yeah. You need a place to do that. I have a car. I feel like I don't have a car. No, have a car. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. I can't don't tell. I can't tell if you're joking. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, no. you, no. so you no. could, that could, you'll use the car to drive her somewhere. There's only a certain it time. Is, is, is it an there. SUV? Oh, oh boy. Is there a batted, a mattress in the back? He's an Ultima. There's not a lot of space in those Ultimas. Um, yeah, man, you, you just need the location. The reason why it's not happening is because you're not, you're not having a place where it could happen. You know what I love about this question? This is like, Jesus. This is you love it's like ask it's like it's like asking a question of something you shouldn't be doing already, but you're trying to figure out how to, how to, get fi- how to figure it out and do it. I, yeah, so so yeah. there, I guess there is an answer. I mean, you could just bring her over and see what happens, but I think the better advice is you, you got to get your own place. Do you think, <laughs> let me ask you, Trey, I, I know you're the expert here. Do you think most women will want to have sex after the or on the first date or second date? Is there like a percentage you think there is? I'd say a higher percentage is going to do like like three to four dates. Three to four dates? Yeah. I mean, you can still definitely have it on the first date. I had someone actually in our trips corner, uh, they, po- uh, they posted in there, wow, I never knew that you could actually have sex on a first date because they ended up having sex on a first date. So that is very possible, but most women have like a three date rule. Okay. So that's, I think, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> I, I think that could still happen, but your chances For are much, date? are much lower. Wow. Um, I mean, is your car super dope? Like it's a Nissan Altima. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the year? <laughs> 2009. <laughs> I mean, like if he's got a Lamborghini. I mean, Fortune favors the bull. I think you're trolling, man. Like, this, I just, this feels silly. I can't. <laughs> Two o'clock at the bar. That's your best yeah, shot. Well, if it's going to be the first date, please not in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not saying it can't, but I'm also saying that you're your conversion is going to be very low. Yeah, women want at least some sort of romance. Yes, we don't need like flowers. Apparently not, guys. No, He's done not it necessarily. Before. Not necessarily. Some women would just be super attracted to a a, a super alpha male, and they will sleep with him, and yeah. they'll sleep with him in a in a freaking bathroom. Like it will happen. It can happen. But the odds of it happening are just very low. You just, are you Fabio? You're working too hard. The amount that you might be working to do that should be the same effort put into just getting your own place. I can, I can bring it to my You could. You could. You could. But still, like the real advice isn't, isn't how to have sex there in your car or at your parents' place. Like get your own place. Like whatever you got to do. And then in between now and that point, 
Yeah, I think, you, I mean, you can bring her to your parents' place. I don't know, I guess we'll be sleeping and you'll just say, oh, it would be quiet. My roommates are sleeping. Do you know if she has a place? <laughs> oh my Where God. Where you get a hotel? Yeah, I've, I've, no, that has happened before. No, if you have the money to get a hotel, that money should just go towards trying to save up for your place. Yeah, you get a headboard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. Yeah, take off your headboard. I mean, cars are, I mean, been there, done that. It's not comfortable. James, Never appreciate your question, man. Thank you. It's hilarious. That was so cute. Um, you know what? He has great energy. great I don't, I don't I think, it. I don't think he was trolling. No, 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 no. 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 He was legit. He wanted to know no, if his crew was, was all right. cute, but as a female, let me tell you, that's not comfortable. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's definitely, it can happen, but it's just. Not romantic. It, there's just so much more energy you could be putting into yeah. other ways of, of going about it. So, um, any thoughts, comments? I feel like I've said everything I got to say. Yeah. The car is not ideal. I think I agree. I think you got to get your own place and make sure it's, you know, decorated well, clean, the usual stuff. What about, what about the, uh, the three date rule? Was I accurate Yeah, that's fair. with that that's according fair. to the ladies on the panel? I think I'm different, but... Much longer. (laughs) My rule is always read the relationship because sometimes you feel it automatically. Sometimes it takes time to actually develop some sort of connection. I agree. I think it takes a very long time to build that level of trust. And I think too, you know, I have made the mistake in the past of like trying to, I'll admit that I would rush to, I would try to rush to milestones and I would be like, oh, you know, if we get to this point, then that must mean she likes me. And I was, you know, not in a, I wouldn't say in the best spot, like dating in like my mid twenties. And admittedly, it's how I approach things and it, it never ended well. So I think there's a lot of value in like, you know, waiting and really getting to know each other and like um, not, you know, it's like that part of compatibility is super important, but you know, you're. You're, tr- you know, it's like at the same time, um, there's no rush. Yeah, there's no rush. That's I would never say there's a rule, there's a number, because then if you get a three date three and say this has to happen, you pressure. I mean, right? And you're creating expectations. Yeah. That don't need Either to be you're there. disappointed or she's disappointed, or it's then. Have it's- you ever slipped up on your rule and did it faster than I you have wanted no rules. to? <laughs> okay. I probably well, should. I probably should have rules. Have you ever done it faster than you wanted to and regretted it? Yeah. But that's where I learned. You live and you learn. You learned from that lesson? Yeah. That's why I'm not going to say it's date three and you have to wait this long. There's no numbers. If you feel it out, you feel it out. First date, you feel it out. Nissan Ultima, let's know. go. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. I mean, that person okay for one i will not initiate a maxima okay yeah and then also if it goes too too quick also i'll be like nah it's getting late so depending any other ladies care to chime in on i'm very selective in that area i'm also very private so i'm not going to talk on it too much but for me it takes a very long time to build trust in that area and i have to feel very safe and comfortable with somebody to even like, you know, so 
I might not be the typical person you're talking about and that's fine. I probably feel a little bit differently. Than no, that's just fact. Everyone's different. Yeah. I, and I you value yourself. That's amazing. Absolutely. And especially in that area, I think, I mean, I don't think there's a timeline, number of dates, whatever it's, especially for a woman safety. I mean, again, people are different. I'm speaking for myself. It's about the trust time building a connection. That's more important to me than that piece. There's no rush for that piece, especially if you're planning to marry this person and be with them for however long you're blessed to be with them. Like there's no rush for these things in my opinion. Let's go back to, uh, to the main topic here. We're talking about finances and money. I want to go to the guys. So the ladies have talked a bit about they want the man to pay for the first date. They want him to have earned the money and not use gift certificates and coupons. <laughs> so in terms of finances, how do you feel about how much money a woman should be making? Do you look to that? Do you care about that? Is that at all part of the way that you date? Where does that, where, where do her finances come in? care about how much money she makes. Um, I hope she has a life together. I mean, I, th- I think it depends a lot on your dating goals. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think if you're, if you just want to date, like I can see the whole partner thing where you like split everything, right? Where it's like, like I have uh, liberal guy friends, the whole thing with like partner, it's like, yeah, we split everything. So, but the difference is like if you're someone who's interested in having kids one day or getting married, like you have to develop that ability to uh, be the provider, right? And I have three sisters. And so I see like the effect of like the situations where uh, the husband is the provider. And I also see the effect of like where it was like everything was equal, but then all of a sudden there's a kid in the situation and uh, the woman ends up doing a lot of work. She's both like caretaker for the child and she has a job, you know, because she has to do those things because that's the like income that everybody's used to. So anyway, it's like that, that's kind of like how I see it where if you're a guy and you want children and you want to like be a provider and have family and all of that, you better get used to paying for the date. You know, um, that's, that's how I see it. And then if you're more like, you're not interested in those things. I can see how a lot of guys are like, yeah, let's split it. You know, like I'm, I'm not into paying for everything, you know, because I don't want the family whole that old bit. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say for myself, um, I'm very happy with where I'm at. Uh, my goal has always been, you know, in my career to make enough money to where I could provide the choice. Like if my wife wanted to stay home, um, she could. And if she wanted to work or work part-time, she could do so as well. Like we would, then that would just be sort of a bonus. And I've sort of, you know, I've felt pretty good lately about where I've arrived and how my career has progressed. You know, I I don't think that like, um, I haven't felt like uh, I would ask my wife or my, you know, to feel like she has to, um, you know, where, where it becomes like a competition. I wouldn't want that. 
I wouldn't want there to be like a, um, you know, we're, we're the, the, cause then it's like, there, I don't want there to be resentment over things like money. Cause people fight about money. Money's like the number one thing people fight about. And it's like, I've realized that and gotten to a point now where I feel like I'm in a good spot. And, um, I truthfully, I, I don't think about money as much now, probably 10 years ago, I did more, but now I do not. And I would say that emotional compatibility and just like chemistry, long-term viability, like that means more to me now because I feel like I have that base covered. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care what my, my wife's income would be wouldn't factor into like my decision-making process and like if we're going to enter into partnership or, or marriage or Does whatever. that sound about right? I or, is, or, or is any of that like interesting to you? Really mature answers. Yep. Um, so like well thought out for both of you and you can see that both of you are really happy with where you are in your career and kind of like thinking more seriously in terms of your dating is like what I'm hearing from the things you're saying. Like you're, ready for those next steps. It sounds like almost. Um, and that's kind of where I was thinking on the other side of it. Like, again, if you want to be a stay at home mom, you need to have a partner that is ambitious and wanting to provide and having those types of mentalities. So, um, I think I'm like aligned in that type of thinking as well from the other side. (laughs) Any other thoughts on that over here? Oh no, I agree. It's just hard to find someone that's stable enough that will provide, but also doesn't allows you that freedom, whether you want to be a mother, whether you want to still work, depending on what you guys want together as a family, whether you want kids, whether um, both of you still got to work and be hustlers together. Um, that's well, I think that guys who are doing well in their career, guys who are doing well in their career, they don't need the woman to yes. be making yeah, money. Exactly. No, and that's right. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, if she, uh, he doesn't have to consider whether she works or not, but that's her decision. You whether would probably she's not want her to work. Is that what you would want? I mean, if, if you, you want kids, if you were in the traditional mindset, for sure. Do I want my significant other to be stressed out? No. And that's based Wait, on her stressed decision. Out by because well, she's like, working. Yeah. Like but that's her decision. Exactly. I mean, if she wants to work, she'll work. And if it, if she feels she has the or has to, yeah. I mean, but if she wants to work, she wants, she won't stress about it. Right. So that's like a partnership sort of I will play the devil's advocate though. Like economically speaking, it is way harder to have a family off of a soul. It is. Like yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you how know. much do we think someone uh, has to make if they're a one income family? I yeah. think if you, if you live in a, if you live in a major metropolitan area, like 80, at least 80, probably. 80. I think Bro. I'm still thinking six, oh, yeah, three, way six price is right. That's yeah. why I know I was like, I, can, I, can I bid? Can I put a bid? Well, maybe most yeah. this crowd, but like if you're like <laughs> different neighborhoods, you know, well, like, yeah, go no. to the suburbs. Or... No, because we're talking, we're talking your family. Yeah, so you're, right. like, how many, yeah, it's you're probably having it's expensive. two kids. Yeah. yeah in and terms of purchasing power alone. Right. And you're going to want a home because you want space. 
and you're going to need to buy all the things. Yeah, and that's why it depends on the, the relationship, whether they <laughs> want kids, whether they want anything else. won't happen, yeah. Well, what do you, what, who else, what do you guys think someone needs to make? This is an important question because it I, don't think, I don't think people, they don't think about this kind of so thing. So if I can add some context, I do have friends that are married and have children and we have these conversations and not to share their private info or anything, but when they talk about the costs of daycare, for example, I mean, as a single person, I think a lot of us are not aware of how expensive children are. I mean, daycare for one child can be like 30 to 35,000 a year right now. Like that's wild. One child. I just made a TikTok about that today. Actually. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. So, however, though, we're talking yeah. about if one person needs to make the income, oh, yes, and you wouldn't technically need childcare, but right. that does bring a point. Is yeah, if if you are a two income household, a lot of that money is going to go towards childcare. Yeah. It's situational, yeah. so still matters whether the mom wants to be a stay at home mom. It depends on the life you want as well. Yeah. Like you yeah. can make whatever work if you don't care what neighborhood in, you're in, if you don't care where your kids go to school, if you don't care if you travel or not. You know, some people can make it work and say, okay, this is what we can afford. We can't take trips. Kids will have, you know, a basic education. They're not going to go to Montessori. They're going to go to whatever run-of-the-mill daycare. Yeah, or whatever. And if you and your spouse agree that that's the life you want, then you can make that work. But if you have any greater desires and that income, you know, continues to increase significantly, especially today. I think like, I think you're looking for a dollar amount though, no, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Trip? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, and, and this is what I've read, right? Um, just based off of like inflation and economic data from like 1980 to now, I think for a family of four, you know, a wife and two kids, I think you have to make around $280 in a single, $280,000 in a single income to be comfortable. To be able to save, that sounds right. Yeah. To be able to save 250, you said 280. Very specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, you know, it is. I mean, it's a very, I mean, it's what I, it's what I've read because it's, it's, um, it's highly specific because a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars in like 1983 is now due to inflation. The, the same purchasing power is like $280,000. So we're, we're at this. Um, so I, I think like for a single income, um, you know, to buy a home in a decent neighborhood, to be able to not only afford that mortgage, but to invest in retirement savings, investment portfolios, you know, whatever passive income you may need as you get older, that's the number that I've read anyway. So it's like whether you're doing that together um, or getting close to it or, you know, one partner is, or is earning more, you know, to, to hit that mark. I think that's, that's kind of the number right now. And that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we all think about this yet, as you two stated, and I see here in the chat that a lot of guys don't really think about or even care about what a woman makes when they're going through the dating process. But inherently women do think about that so much more. Yeah, we do. And it's also the reason you think about it though. It's not because I want to have Gucci bags. It's because mm-hmm. I want my kids to be comfortable. Yeah. I want them to see things. I want to be comfortable. I want my husband to be comfortable. And I think that's also ties into when a man is working overtime and he's not around. I think I could stomach that if that is going 
towards something valuable rather than, well, I'm working so hard because I want a flashy car and I want arm candy and I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's also the reason of you looking for a particular figure. It's not so that I can get my nails done every week. It's so that I can have a quality, comfortable life. And even as a man though, there is a certain amount of like satisfaction that you do get, uh, with providing that, you know, um, when you're just like, because you want, want would have yes, that. That right. yes. because you okay. want your, you want your wife to feel sexy. You want her to yeah. feel seen and, and adored and like, yeah, go get your nails done. Like it's something very like kind of fun. I think it's like, I think it's fun. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, the pride. yeah, yeah. There's pride right. There is, yeah. there is, but I mean, I, I also see what you're saying too, though, is that it's like, it's more about comfort than it is superficial things. And that makes a lot of sense. Too. And comfort costs a lot of money these days. Yeah, it does. Wild. It does. It is wild. Yeah. And it's like at, at some point too, I, I mean like, yeah, I, I think that, um, that figure will adjust because people, people don't change. They want they want those things. Like you said, they want people desire comfort. And if it becomes unattainable, then comfort will get redefined over time. What that means. And also if you're from typically an Eastern European culture, you're much closer to your parents. So you're also thinking about your Mm -hmm. parents aging, your grandparents and how you're going to care for them. You know, elder care is going to be really big for our generation for sure. So it's a wise choice to consider that as a woman and to figure out how you're spending your time as a man, even for yourself, even if you don't want to have a partner. So what are the ways that as a woman, as you're dating, you're trying to figure out, because it's so important to you to know if the man is going to provide besides him paying for the first date, what are the other things that you're looking for to know if this person makes the amount that you want them to make, to live the lifestyle you want to live. I mean, that's like the first impression. If he puts in time and money into himself, he has more of the flexibility of having that sort of life and providing it for a potential partner. So like, what? what does that look like? At least dressed up, clean cut, hopefully some sort of physicality fit takes care of himself, how he even like sits up or uh, if he seems intelligent, educated, if he puts an effort. Yeah. What car he drives to as well. Nissan Altima. I know. I was going to say not in the car, but I there's mean, a lot of new money folks who are, or like people who want to be flashy Yeah, and they have the car and they have the apartment or the condo or whatever, or the house. But they have, you know, so much debt and it's kind of right, a life insane. on lease. I, I look at things like experiences. Have they gone? Have they been in situations that I've been in? Have they been to places that I've been in? Do they know like topics? Can they talk about a variety of things? I always think if this man is going to sit down at my family dinner and talk to my dad and my brother and my mom. Are they going to get along? Are they going to hold their own? How is he going to greet my friends? Is he going to know socially how to conduct himself? Because when you know how to conduct yourself socially, I equate that to this person knows how to conduct himself in every situation, including professional situations. Like cultured. Cultured. Mm-hmm. cultured. So those are things yeah. that you Tra- can read. Well-traveled. 
Yeah. Yeah. So for me, if we're talking specifically strategy, I'm a strategist. It's what I do for work. But when it comes to dating, like a specific strategy that I have when it comes to the apps is I look at their hobbies. Are they golfing? Golf is an expensive sport. Like, are they skiing or snowboarding in the winters? Are they traveling? So to mirror what Elena said, in terms of experiences, I also look at their hobbies and I consider like tennis. Tennis is like, that's a nice sport. If you go so to yeah, a tennis I mean, like, I like, well, I mean, like, that's what I like. I yeah. love those. I love sports. I love lessons, yeah, you know? golf and tennis. And, so I absolutely yep. look at hobbies on their dating apps um, and to see kind of, you know, what does that align with? What kind of events are you going to? Um, I do look at their job. Um, a lot of guys do list their work, especially if they're proud of their career. Yep. They literally, it's like to the T VP of finance at blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like they're very proud. So it's there. So I do consider all of those things when I'm vetting profiles. That so blue collared worker. I have dated amazing blue collar workers as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying I would count that out, but you did ask how you would vet for someone that is successful. That is what I would be looking at. You know, I, I it's interesting, like that we're talking about um, status symbols that are featured like in someone's like, are we talking about specifically online dating, like profiles? No, I, I was thinking, just like I was thinking general. on the dates. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Dating read. profiles too. It's but. a hard read unless they give you that information. Right. They're not going to tell yeah. you how much yeah, money and they make. A lot make. of guys are very. That's why we look at little or, yeah. clues. Like, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about appearance wise, because unless they tell you, what are you going to do? Try to interrogate them on the first date? So, what if he had all of these things that you're saying, but then you find out that he has a job that's making significantly lower than the amount that you would want him to make? Would you give it a shot or would you be saying, okay, this is, this guy's not for me. I would be looking for ambition. If he could do better. No ambition. Better. Loves no what ambition he, lo- I don't know. Well, loves what he does. Loves what he does. But it also, I mean, you have to think about what you want in the future. And if this is a suitable partner for you, especially if you're thinking future wise, if this is someone you want to stick to, if you want to get married, have kids. So it depends really where you are in life and what you want. Cause if it's someone like these ladies, Oh my gosh, I love it. They're like, they know what they want. They need a suitable partner in that sense. They're not going to date someone who makes significantly less than they want to be comfortable with. Unless he's the best guy they ever met. It's a hard compromise. It's a really difficult compromise. It's a hard yeah, compromise. Because then... It is. It's hard. It is. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I just... I, th- I had a thought too because sometimes those high incomes also come with a lack of availability. Oh, I totally yeah. get that. And they're That's not... And those men... Those like men are not... availability? Yeah. Yes. Those men are no, not I'll present. Be, they be, don't have... That's why I said, if you're not present because you're working towards some goals that I admire and respect and are aligned to what I want out of life, let me help you. When you come home, let me make sure right. that yeah. I can, you know, I mean, shoulder I, some of your stress and help you. I love well, banana bread. So. Yeah. I mean like, well, even like, like for myself, where my, the, where my values align is yeah. that I don't like money, money's great. And I love what I do. I'm very passionate about my job. I will, I will talk your ear off about it. And 
you know, you know, show it to you and be like, Hey, cool. Like, do you like my database? <laughs> like, um, like it's like, it's super cool. Like it is actually really cool. But, um, like I would rather be present with my kids mm-hmm. because yeah. I had, right. because I want to give my kids, um, my time and my presence and my love. And I want to be there and be a good, positive role model for my children. I don't want to be an absentee father who yeah, feels that so. my only responsibility is to prov- be the paycheck. I have a devil's advocate. And be the wallet. And then, yeah. and then, and then who are you? Who are I you? Agree. Your, I agree. I have kids? a devil's advocate. Yeah, please. If go ahead. both parents are working though, and the kids are at home with a nanny, isn't that the same thing? I, I, I growing up without either parent. Right. Present. And I think that stinks like, too. I think that stinks too. I think that's so hard. I, I mean, like, me, I mean, not to say that thing to think about, you know? Right. And I think that there is, um, there's always a trade-off and there's always a, you know, and I think that's why I said I, you know, earlier that I would love to provide the choice yeah, if someone right. wanted to work or not. Um, because it's like, um, you know, uh, raising kids is a commitment and you're raising little people. And I, you know, you're raising, you know, little, little men to grow up and, and you want them to be good men and you're raising daughters to grow up and you want to be a positive model for them to, so that they seek out healthy relationships. And it's like, so and it's nice. all a compromise. <laughs> like you are going to find women who are going to say, I don't care. I want this lifestyle. Go to work. You are a wallet. And you're going to say, I want my woman to be like this, look like this. Fine, we make it work. You know, there's someone for everyone. You just have to right? know. There is, but are those? Everyone. But those, yeah, those, <laughs> those are not. Those are not. Yeah, guys, like, let me ask you this: If you don't care so much about their income and how they, you know, use their money, and if they pay for the dates, what do you actually care about? That's a great question. <laughs> like, what um, do you yeah, care yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. education level. Education <laughs> yeah. level is big for me. And cure, uh, intellectual curiosity. I feel like that's a really big one for me. And then, you know, humor, you got to share my humor too. So like, those are the things that like, I guess if I'm not, uh, yeah, money is not an issue, but I would, I would say that those are things, you know, kindness, I would say is really big. I would say, you know, just, um, Dan, chime in. I think a man needs a a woman that can remind him of the softness of life. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so cute. Uh, Yeah, I didn't mean to be like (laughs) blowing me away here. Just try to way to go, Dan. (laughs) You were great too. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like coming home and like, like a nice meal is there. Um, I cook. I I actually made banana bread the other day, but. Just say it out there, all right? Listen, man, they weren't forgiving with what they were looking for. All right. You literally said, Just what do you want? What's the thing you wanted? And then you went to, But I'll cook also. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's like, just speak your truth. Yeah. What do you want a woman? I'm sure you want a beautiful woman. Like, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Men want a beautiful woman. I don't blame them for that. Yeah, you don't want to come home to somebody that's harsh and like, uh, competitive with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think f- like submissive. Women, that's a word. Yes, <laughs> that is a word. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I don't so shy away from saying it. that. <laughs> well, it's a funny story. Actually, one of my, 
I think I could talk about it, but uh, <laughs> posted a video of a girl talking about that exact subject. Like she talked about how becoming submissive actually enriched her relationship with her husband. And I posted that on my Instagram story a while back. And one of my best friends at the time, his wife saw it and just went ballistic on me. I just posted the thing and like, she just had a whole lot to say about it. Anyway, it's, it's a long story, but yeah, I think women shame men a lot for what they want. And then, yeah, but it's okay for women to say what they want and not get shamed for it. Yeah. Well, I think that's why in the beginning stages where I said earlier, there's value in stoicism where you don't, men have been conditioned to not share those things and to say like, you know, you're not, you know, to, to have those things internally, what you're looking for, but to not really be communicative about that. Yeah. And I also think they just get shamed for it. That too. Absolutely. Men just want to be dominant. So just to hear that a woman is submissive is attracted to them because then they know they could be dominant. Not saying that it's a necessity. I think it's, it's also interesting culturally, a lot of guys coming up, there's, I mean, there's like an uh, epidemic of just fatherlessness. So like a lot of guys grew up without a father. And on top of that, like, like young boys graduated a, uh, graduate from college and high school at a, at a much lesser rate than girls now. And so they go without a dad or he's maybe he's present in the home, but he's not really a part of their, their life and their like formative years. And so they're constantly around their mom. The most of their school teachers are women. The culture is saying boys need to learn how to be more feminine and, and girls need to be more masculine. And so then you try to take that into the dating world. It's and a lot it's of like, confusion. It was confusing. Yeah. For and us guys too. should just confess yeah. their love and say, I love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be, on on be your true self. <laughs> Read the relationship. Just be who you are and the woman will show up, right? Like, you know that that's terrible advice. Yeah. It, it yeah. does take work. It and does take it, work. It takes time. There's There's no nuance that. That. Like, you, you were saying a little earlier, like with me and Elena, oh, like you girls know what you want. It took us a while to figure that out. Like, Early dating stages was very confusing. Like it takes a hot minute to gain some experience. You, there's a lot of learning what you don't want before you know what you want. I will say that. Oh yeah. It it takes so much easier to know exactly what you don't want, (laughs) but you need that. You need those. You need to learn that just as much as what you do want. Cause that's, it gets you to the place of clarity. And I felt uncomfortable also saying like, uh, you know, I was like, if I want him to pay for my date, what, what will he think? He'll think I'm a gold digger or what will my friends think? And over time I was like, mm-hmm. you know, my first date after my really long relationship, I was like, you know, I was so nervous about how am I gonna offer to pay? What's the right way to do it? Or sh- when should I offer? Like that was who I was, you like, know, we get nervous now, on dates too. <laughs> I don't recognize yeah, that now, person but anymore. <laughs> but at that time I was like, you know, uh, I, I, and I would, and then I would be like, I don't feel feminine. I don't feel like I was taken out. This isn't a good feeling. And then I talked to my girlfriends and that's why I'm so grateful for my friendship with Kate. And I'd be like, yeah, I didn't really like, I did that and it's okay. And then I started to learn like, no, it's okay to say, I want a man to provide. And it's okay to expect a guy to date because there is plenty who are willing to do it. And you shouldn't question yourself or feel bad about it. But I'm just saying it's normal. Like I was in one relationship. I didn't know. It took time for me to recognize and feel out the situation, like what I wanted and how I was feeling in response to certain things until I felt confident enough and sure enough in what I was looking for to act on it. So 
yeah, it was confusing. There was a lot of shame going, I think, both ways and the way we were raised. You know, I think there was a moment where I was like, I need to go up the corporate ladder so that I'm valuable too. Like, you know, we were associating our value as women with our, you know, credentials professionally. Oh, yeah, this is what I was alluding to earlier. Like, yeah, I felt we were questions that. about value, exactly. Yeah, I felt that I needed to perform. Like I yeah. needed to, you know, have the best job, rise, raising the corporate ladder. Like, again, I got my master's, like all of that. Like, so I, I agree with you there. Like, it's funny. It's interesting hearing them saying they don't care about a woman's salary because for a long time I was told the opposite. Right. Who yeah. told you that? Um, How we were raised. No, I agree. I I think a variety of things. I think to the culture at the time was very girl boss, Mm -hmm. be independent girl boss. Like that was like all of the 2000s girls like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I have accomplishments that I'm very proud of, but over time I have, you know, change my own mentality of, okay, but I also want to rest in my feminine energy when I'm in a relationship. Those are two different things. I can use my masculine energy at work, at school, whatever for accomplishments. But then in a relationship, I want to be leaning back, letting a man lead. And those can be two separate things. So we know what we want after a long time of not yeah, after a long time of sure. not knowing, and not acting yeah. on it. So it's like, yeah, it seems like we're super confident in what we're saying, but it there was a time, time when we to get there. Really yeah. weren't. What if you find your perfect guy, super successful? This is your dream man. <laughs> All these hypotheticals. I know. <laughs> and, and then he wants you to sign a prenup. I mean, I think that's fine. I'm completely fine with a prenup, but I am absolutely bringing my own lawyer to the table right. and my own stipulations. Oh, you have to. Yeah. 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 Especially if she agrees to like not work, depending on the situation, if he, they are to break up and she's not situated in a life that she's comfortable after the life, great life she had that he supplied, then there should be, I wouldn't say compensation, but at least some support in that sense that she has had throughout the whole relationship. See, this may be unwise, may be the sentimental side of me, but I don't think I would ever do. I don't think I would do a prenup. Yeah, that's tough. But I feel it like feels very. It feels because now you're now you've become adversarial, right, right, right? And now you're having this adversarial conversation of what what do you you know what do we get? What it becomes it monetizes it Especially and it takes something before. that is. Right. I don't know. It's like it, it it goes back to like this um this really like toxic like we're all workers culture where it's like we're much more than our our work identity. And, uh, you know, no one's going to remember that you, you worked late yeah. other than your family and the people that cared about. That I think I'm with about. you there. I think I would feel like when I find the person that I want to spend my life with, I would hope that they recognize who I am. And, you know, should that relationship, you know, fall apart? I don't think I'm the I, I can't imagine myself being the type that wants to go for like, you know, destroy this person's life or take all their money because I would hope that the person that I'm with recognizes my character and who I am. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like sometimes prenups are one foot out the door, like just in case. And it's like, everyone's like, well, marriage is 50, 50. Well, that's true, but go with the, you know, you got to go in with confidence. There's been this like vilification of codependency where it's like, I feel like that's silly. Like, like everyone has strengths and weaknesses and, I'm going to defer to, you know, those strengths. And I would hope that 
my strengths get deferred to as well. Yeah. And I just like, I feel like that's just like, I don't know. I mean, that might be a totally different, I've had a few cups of wine now. <laughs> so this might <laughs> be a total, totally <laughs> different. If you've had a couple <laughs> cups of wine, I think it's time to shoot some shots. Ooh, no, a little more. more. Not the Malort. I don't yeah. Few more Wait, what does this mean? Like actually shots? No, no, no. <laughs> I have learned a long so. time ago that that doesn't really do anything for this stream. <laughs> but I thought it was fun. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. No, no. I'm talking about the men shooting the shot with the ladies if they're interested. So I'll start over here. Are you interested in pursuing any of these women? That's a dating show. Yeah, sure I, I would. I would absolutely. I'd go on a date with any of these ladies. Um, you know, if they'd be willing to go out with me. Um, you know, so, okay. so you, I feel go, like I go feel on a like, date with all of them. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we. You know, I feel like we'd have a fun time. I'd love to go on a date. Are, are you asking? So you're asking Kate? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking Kate. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we'd have fun. Okay. Hold on. Um, hold on. One thing. I, I'm thinking. You, you do not. Don't say yes because we're on a TV show. And everyone's watching and you're going to look bad if you say no. If you don't want to say yes, say no. Okay. Continue. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. You're not going to hurt so, my feelings. No, I've, had some, I've had some girls who have said yes. And then like afterwards. Oh, like the camera's ghost. off and they're like, they're like, we're not. Yeah, in, they're they're not in. Oh, so we're answering after the show. Is that what you No, you're, you're doing it right now. Oh, well, oh, no pressure. Right now? Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm sorry. I'm a little oh. flustered because I am seeing someone, but like it's we're not exclusive. So oh. I just um, keep in touch. It's just dinner. I mean, we could do dinner and conversation. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not a no. Okay. Um, Is it not a no because you're not sure if you're interested or because you're in cahoots with another? Like, I just can't help it. I'm one of those people that when I'm like, talking to someone i tend to be exclusive. focused on one per i'm not exclusive but like she's out next no i <laughs> well she's out I, no unless I, you what do you think i don't know <laughs> um i would feel silly asking someone else yeah um, no. As the i feel like option. that would be well, well to be fair you did say before you went to kate that you were interested in all yes, three exactly and so before that's that was like, going to happen i was going to then bring it to you three and see oh, who was interested God, in going man, on a you date to interrupt me it happened really fast oh, also shit. we haven't heard dan speak so i'm kind of <laughs> well like, i guess that's it you're um, blew it. Dan, dan will dan, i'll get my turn it's 2024 you can go on dates with multiple people i know it's not harder to pick one um okay dan um yeah, well, I walked in here earlier stating that I'm not trying to date. Yeah, he did say that. However, <laughs> but okay, I would get to know Kay more. So, like, yeah, <laughs> Can I mean, twice we'll connect so and then. Can I be honest? Please, well, let me into the mic, into the really, mic, into the mic. I think you're really mature. I loved all of your responses and you're a really cute guy, but I was kind of waiting to hear if Dan was going to ask me a little bit and I didn't want to be rude, but no, it's understood. I just feel like we kind of connected like right when he walked in, I think she saw it. Um, <laughs> so it, but it's also hard as long as you're okay with the fact that I am early stages of seeing with someone. I think, yes. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm really not trying to date so anybody I'm sorry, right now. So I was kind of waiting. No, no, understood. I mean, hey, <laughs> if you got a connection, you got a connection. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, listen, we're, we're all adults. This is life. It's okay. Not everyone's gonna have a matter. So are you? you <laughs> I was like, let's. Are you interested in? Are you yeah. not interested? You just said you're not interested in dating. So I'm confused. Well, I would, I would take Kate on a date. For okay, sure. I, I'm just I would accept. <laughs> taking it slow. Yay! <laughs> I swear to God, if you ghost him. I'm not a ghoster. I I would rather you reject these men than ghost. No, them. they had a moment yeah, when we harsh. walked in. Good. No, Great. I, no, if I'm not interested in someone, I send the text. Like, <laughs> oh, well, you're anti-ghost. I'm anti-ghost because I've been ghosted. Girls oh, yeah. get ghosted too, and it's sure. not nice. Uh, ladies, do you want to shoot your shot to any of these gentlemen? Uh, I don't want to be a second option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like but the ladies. Also, I feel like the ladies should go first. But Who cares? Also I got Typically. a lot going no. on, and I'm. But kinda, based on what we yeah. said, we wouldn't go first. I yeah. think girls like to be pursued. Yeah, that's pursued. fair. Yeah. The masculine. Yeah. Get after yep. it. Well, I mean, you listen. <laughs> I, we also did another show where one guy he shoot his shot with one of the girls and she said no. And then he did it to another girl and she said yes. And they actually went on a date. I mean, that's so cute. it's, you know, it's okay to be a second option because dating who, pool. I mean, yeah, it's the dating pool. I mean, yeah, Everyone's options. a second, third and, and seventh yeah, option on, on dating apps. We're getting to know a lot of yeah. people at once. Yeah. So yeah. that is dating. That is true. So do you want to shoot your shot over yeah, here? Yeah, I mean like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, now I'm now I now I feel very bashful. I'm gonna you, have to pass. I'm yeah, sorry. I understand. Yeah. I completely get it. Yep, totally. Why? Uh, because your second option? No, because I wasn't interested. This is very okay. Hard. She wasn't interested to start with. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, Do you feel bad you right asking. now? Uh, yeah, I feel a little. I feel a little bashful. Don't feel bashful. Yeah, I do. I uh, no. It's like uh, you know, you just. Uh, I, it's it's a me thing. I get a little, I get a little offended personally. You oh no, it personally. not offended, not really? at all, not 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 offended. More just so shy. Uh, yeah, I get a little shy when okay. I get, Aww. and it's uh, no. So I I just thank you for. I don't know. All right. Well, we gave you guys a shot. I thought, why not? I mean, yeah. we're here. Everyone's yeah. single. You never know. I don't yeah. know if you two end up on, like a, a, matchmaker. on a yeah, date yeah, together. Matchmaker. Add it to the resume. You know, I'm not much of a matchmaker because all it's funny. So when I was in L.A., I there's actually a, a science to matchmaking. Like these matchmakers like have all this data and they have figure things out and at first sight like huh? this this thing they actually have a matchmaking yeah formula. there's like it's, like it's it's a whole thing um for me i just like to set up my guy friends with the hot girls that i know and <laughs> that matchmaking uh just just never works so when i was in la and i would try to like get people together that's what i would do and it didn't work uh, so instead i just try to give advice and then of course right you know we have a platform so why not great does anyone want to share in the last couple of minutes, anything that stuck out to them tonight, something they learned, something they're going to think about differently or change, or maybe not at all. Anyone can speak up at any time. I wanted to know if you had recommendations. Cause I mentioned like how to meet more people in real life. And then also we asked the room, like, what do they think, you know, what do they look for in women? What have been your observations that men look for in women? In 
real life, not yes. on dating apps. Yeah, just yeah, or in, in person. Life. No, in real life. Okay, in person. Um, like the qualifications that yeah. they're looking for, or whatever. In the very beginning, it's just all visual. Mm-hmm. So you know, a guy's not really going over to approach a girl because he thinks she might be nice. If anything, if you know, it's it's she's going to go over there because. She's, she's not. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she's attractive. Um, but I don't think men are that picky. So I think that as long as she has herself put together mm-hmm. and is smiling and looks like she's having a good time and doesn't look like she's angry or upset, she looks more, that would be uh, someone she looking more approachable. approachable. Yeah, yeah approachable. Mm-hmm. So that's what that would look like. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that's okay. Good. Thank you. So that would be the best thing you can do. I heard this one tip. I'm not necessarily giving it to you. It's just what I heard. I don't know if it works or not, but I think it's worth a shot. I heard a tip from another female that said in order to meet like a wealthier guy or a guy who's a professional is go to, or no, actually hold on. Let me say that again. Cause it wasn't necessarily wealthy or professional. It was just going to a nice upscale bar, but don't go with your friend and you will be more likely to be approached. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. Yep. All right, Elena, yep. sorry. Next time you're going alone. <laughs> so you have a higher chance of being approached because yep. it's harder for men to approach women, especially, especially if it's two women, because it feels harder for a guy to, oh, to yeah. get, friend is yeah. to get yeah. in there. <laughs> sure. Also, it just looks like they're having this moment. Yeah. It always looks like two girls are having a moment. That's hard to, yeah. to yeah, break. You can be having the best time with the girl you're talking to. And then her friend is like staring over her shoulder, like sizing you up. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. We've, done, we've done that. That's okay. So Thank I would say, you. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> something you could do. And, uh, and I still think online dating, everyone should do both. You should be doing online dating right. and meeting people in person, whatever that looks like to you. Both are going to be still, Viable. I think if you do yeah, one, there's just problems. I feel if you do the one over the other, anyone else, any other thoughts? No, I'm just uh, throughout the whole time. I'm just like thinking of this one guy who's like slightly around your age. And he's always bringing up these numbers of what are you comfortable with him having, which honestly was like exponentially more than what everyone's talking about for someone who's 29. And talking about insecurity. So I wouldn't say as me dating at 26, thinking too much future minded. But now it kind of makes sense that before even meeting or like initiating something, you're thinking about future because you don't really want to waste your time. You don't want to date around. You want to make sure that this person is more invested in such a future because you don't want to waste your time. Because nowadays in dating apps, yeah, everyone's swiping. Everyone's going on multiple dates. You want to feel secure with someone you're seeing that you're interested in. Because if they're interested in other people, you're like, it's a competition in that sense. So summarize that in one sentence for one action step that you can move forward with. Uh, well, thinking of being having that more security rather than uh, being that, I guess, free spirit. Thinking of security more. Than being just loose with everything. What is it loose? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, because it's been that's maybe why I have personally been more of a skeptic about dating and dating apps is because 
you only have so much investment in time. And if you put a little bit of yourself everywhere, you're kind of lost and you don't know really. I wouldn't say I don't know what I want, but I feel like I know more of what I don't want than more of what I want. And you should be acting on that. Yeah. And I agree. I know. I have one note. Okay, we have to wrap up. Um, so yes. go so go ahead and hit us I with it. I thought something that was really great to hear is that all of us are looking for more kindness in dating, us giving kindness and receiving kindness. So that is a note that I do want to add at the end. I think everyone is looking for more of that. Yes. So stop ghosting people, everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I don't know why people not mature. I feel like out of I was ghosted twice out of hundreds in my life and like I was heartbroken. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I'm sure. Um what? all right. Well, thank you, panel, for being here. I appreciate it. Uh especially the last minute folks on the end. Also very appreciated. I learned a lot. And I hope you did too. And at home, I hope you did too. We're going to try to do more of these lives. As always, if you need more help, you are a guy who is single, who has not given up, which you should not. I even know I hear a lot of people in the chat feel like they are. Uh, do not. You just have to know how to do it right. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com. You can get a free call, book that, and we can chat with you to see how we can help you. And we'll see you next time. Thanks to the producers. Chicago Podcast Studios. Thank you again for all of you commenting in the chat. And thank you, uh, all of you who are also watching on Instagram, too, because we've never been able to actually stream that live until tonight. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time.